episode 384 of the PlayStation Nation podcast. Uh, with you as always, I'm the fanboy, along with Josh Langford and our very special guest. Long time since he's been on, on here with us, Mr. Gilray. Good morning, good evening, good welcome. It's good morning for you. Uh, it, yeah, literally, yeah. yeah. Five to one. Yay! Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I like this time in the morning, it's quiet. <laughs> <laughs> That's when the family's been chloroformed and a bottle of whiskey comes out of the closet. Yeah. Try the other way around, I give the family the whiskey, that'd make go to sleep. <laughs> Josh, how are you doing? Not too bad. Yeah, not too bad. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, how's that novel going? Yeah, that novel writing? Yeah, yeah. How's that novel going? Yeah. Pretty good. Huh? Got a lot of interesting characters. All right, well, uh, this week, new releases. Stuart's going to hang around for a little while with us. He's not going to do the whole show with us, as so he says. Uh, oh, God, I'm in trouble now. So new releases, uh, some news items, what we're playing and watching. Uh, uh, we can talk about this friends list thing. Uh, some reviews on the site. My review of Gravity Crash Ultra on the Vita. So Stuart has to be gone by then, so we can remain objective. I think the word is. I don't know. Well, uh, you know, I'll say whatever I have to say about it anyway. So review of Ho Hokum on the PS4. Uh, some PayPal stuff. Emails. If Josh does them at lunch or at lunch. Yeah, you know, mm-hmm. at lunchtime. That's that's why we take those breaks. We take lunch. Yeah. <laughs> Go up to the cafeteria on the roof of the. Of the Chrysler building and have, have afternoon tea. For the rest of the guys. Yes. Oh, and Josh is putting another review in. The Rat Hat and Clank Collections. For PS Vita. So there we go. <laughs> so Stuart, you got something coming out this week for the new releases. We, what's, what's yeah, by the time the podcast hits. Well, you know, it will be out Tuesday in the states and Europe and well, sort of Europe and Australia on Wednesday. So it's Gravity Crash Ultra. Yeah, five and a half years after the PS3 version. What the hell, man? Just... I, I thought it was out already. <laughs> what is now? Hey. <laughs> Um, that's right. And then, <laughs> when did we release the PSP version? It was July 2010, wasn't it? So PSP version <laughs> was, yeah, July or August of 2010. Yeah, so that's four, year, uh, four, yeah. four years ago. Yeah. Way to Damn. rest on your laurels. Yeah, well, you know. There's no point doing any other work in between, you know. Might as well put your feet up and rest. Make all, all the revenue for the PSP version was phenomenal. It was great. Exactly. Yeah. He's kicking back, making money off that fat PSP sales. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Hey, I, re- I re-downloaded it on my Vita for a long time. I, d- I just recently took yeah, it off then, and I put this one on. And then Sony pulled it because it, it, it opened up the Vita to homebrew. Oh, yeah. It, oh, it had that memory <laughs> leak thing? Or the memory yeah. Yeah. Well, I never took it off, so haha. Not that I still have mine. Well, you know, they can suck it. I kept it on my Vita until last week. Yeah, well, the Vita version is much better anyway. Uh, maybe. You can tell us later. Yeah, maybe not. We'll find out in my review <laughs> later on. Uh, well. It's better. There. Nobody Check has to listen to a review. Oh, good. It's all Maybe done. I don't even have to do it. We can just send them to the website. So. Website? Oh, website, yeah. Yeah, we have one of those. I keep forgetting. Because when we, just before we came on to start recording, we mentioned how long we've known each other now. It's like six years almost, five, six years. Yeah. And you didn't even have written things on the website back then. 
Well, it was yeah. It was the funny thing. We really didn't do much with the website until probably I would say right around 2010, somewhere in 2010. Yeah. 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 Because I mean, what we do normally is if a game is kind of re-released or brought on another platform. That's what we do with the written reviews. We usually take what we have for the written review and just kind of change around for uh, for the platform it's on. So I was like, True, oh, that's I can, laziness. I can describe the PS3 review. Oh, crap. Well, you know what? Actually, Stuart, <laughs> everybody <laughs> said that about, um, like, the, for the Last of Us review. It was taking me forever to get it done yeah. Yeah. for the new one. And somebody tweeted at me. They said, well, all you have to do is copy-paste and just change everything to PS4 and you're done. And I said, well, it's a little bit more involved than that. And I looked well, at the two of them. You, you know what? I tried to interrupt you. I played it on PS4. Nah. Really? Yeah. Well, I love the online. I, I, I looked at the two of them, uh, you know, in WordPress. The first review was 1,800 some odd words. Yeah. The second review was 3,600. What the <laughs> so fuck, I, man? I doubled it <laughs> somehow. <laughs> well, you put every word like so, the, the, la, la, <laughs> yeah. la, of, of, us, us. It is very, 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 very. <laughs> and now it runs at 1080p. Woot. I, I did not even realize I had written that much because I was like, this will be easy. I, I thought the same thing. I thought it's, you know, it's copy paste and hey, the graphics look better and that's about it. But. I apparently really kind of went into it, <laughs> and I doubled the length of the of the review. I, I've, so I've played it. Okay, I've not played it since I got since the update came out last Monday or Monday before it was. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think I told you this before, Glenn. I had a couple of issues with it. And bit, don't get me wrong, I love Naughty Dog and everything. Dude's great, but oh yeah, you said that you had a point where yeah. nothing triggered or something. Well, no. When you when you, when I first started, you know when you play the, when you play the f- opening bit and you're driving through yeah. the, yeah. The, the countryside and you you're controlling what his daughter's seeing and stuff. Yeah. And there's a bit you look at the front of the car and none of the trees appeared. They appear, the trees popped up as the car drove past the trees. I'm thinking surely draw distances in the remaster version should be pushed way out. They are. That didn't happen to me. Did you before you started playing? Did you get the like day one patch? No, because I played it before that came out. Sorry. Okay. Well, that might be part of it because yeah, there was a day one patch that cleaned a lot of stuff up. Yeah. I'm, so I'm going to play it again. But this was this. so the other thing I noticed as well was, and I think I mentioned this to you years ago when Killzone three or two came out. That there's a bit near the start of the game. I've probably been talking the show one night. That I hated the fact that near the start of one of the Killzone games, you're doing this big corridor advancing on the on the the hell gas, and then on the left hand side there's like a recess in the, between buildings, but you couldn't actually walk up to it because there's an invisible barrier. Mm. Well, the same thing that I noticed when it's the barrier was you look down at your feet in Killzone, they don't they didn't do proper characters walking through water; they just did the old Quake style spiral water distortion effect. <laughs> That's in Last of Us Remastered as well. Yeah. I was like, hey, hang on a minute, what? Surely that's the though. first thing to go. Because, I mean, I see, yeah, that does... in the, I see that in the multiplayer when there's there's water to walk through, and it just doesn't bother me because I'm so tensed up worrying about somebody sneaking around behind me and knifing me in the neck. So I don't look at don't... how people well, are no. walking that's, in the water. That's multiplayer. But, but, well, that's, all, but that's the only way I'm playing it. <laughs> yeah, he, yeah. He, he, he can't get through the single player. Uh, that's no. not, that's he, not a game for a big scaredy cat. Oh, yeah, he is. No, I just don't like stealthy games. I watched the whole <laughs> thing on YouTube. 
I just don't like. Oh, stealth- yes, I movies. don't have the patience to be stealthy like that. But so anyway, on the negative of that was the the crappy little sanding water. The positive was in the same area you see um, this the water thing in Last of Us near the start when you're walking with whatever her name is towards the checkpoint. Mm-hmm. Um, on the right hand side is a polythene sheet hanging off a building. It gets blown in the wind. That looks phenomenal. Oh yeah, yeah. Some much better than PS3. Wow. Yeah, much better than PS3. Yeah. So, but yeah, yeah I, I'm still trying to work out, you know, why they had problems running at 60 frames a second constantly in some places. I, I have a but, feeling it's because I, I, to me, it seems like it's the same engine that ran the PS3 version, and they just kind of upconverted a lot of stuff and you know, kind of put those hooks yeah. in. And I yeah. have a feeling that they didn't fully optimize because it wasn't going to be a full. The thing to remember is that, you know, that PS3 had a 3.2 gigahertz CPU, right. PPU chip, whereas the PS4, whilst it has got six cores and all the compute units, each core is only 1.6 gig. Yeah. Yes, it's half the speed. So, yeah, unless you're, you've designed or written an engine to work completely on a multi-core processor, you're going to be screwed. Well, but when you look at the raw giga or gigahertz and all that stuff, you have to remember that the bus oh, yeah. is way faster than the PS3. Oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Although it was risk-based on the PS3, and it was actually quite good, but I yeah. know the memory pathways are a lot, lot uh, wider on uh, PS4. Yeah, yeah, Massively. Yeah. Anyway, carry on. Because if, if you just say simple numbers to people, they flip out. <laughs> what? The PS4 is only half as fast? No! I know. I know. But the compute units, they're just mild better than anything else. Because yeah, you've been on NeoGAF before, right? Of course. <laughs> we know I've been on NeoGAF, don't we? Yes. Yes, we do. Ah, dear. Yeah, thanks for that. Oh, jeez. Oh, Whatever. <laughs> you see what I have to deal with every week? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, there was a very specific thing that... Oh, forget it. Give me a break. See? See? Anyway, come on. Talk to me. No, no. It's over. It's done. <laughs> like I said, how dare I stick up for you? I would say that. All right. Uh, so, what's the new releases this week besides? Well, I don't really think we even need to do any more. I mean, we've got Gravity Crash Ultra coming. Uh, well, there's one well, more. People might be interested, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> Plants vs. Zombies. No, that's not the one everybody's interested But Plants vs. Zombies Garden Warfare is coming to the PS4 for thirty nine ninety nine, and the PS3. surprised how many people want that game. Three for twenty nine ninety nine. Oh. Hmm. Yeah. All right. Uh, but more importantly, Diablo 3 Ultimate Evil Edition. Boom. Oh, dear. Is coming to the PS4 for fifty nine ninety nine and the PS3 for thirty nine ninety nine. I like the game That's on PS3. Difference. Yeah, I didn't get to play it because I knew that this other one was eventually coming, so I was kind of waiting for the PS4 version. And yeah, I I never got the yeah. PS3 version. I did a so, live stream of it. You can watch the replay if you want. Oh yay! No, I'd rather play the game no. than watch somebody else play it. Yeah. But that's just me. <laughs> no, guys, it's just Diablo. Well, that's the thing. I'm oh, not, I'm actually not, don't you say that? I'm not a big Diablo fan. That's the funniest part I, about I, it. Playing the PS3 yeah. version because they consoleized a little bit. Because the one thing I always hated about about Diablo was that so much was tied to the mouse clicks. 
that it just annoyed me, the control scheme did. So being able to actually walk, walk around in real time with a joystick, I'm like, holy shit, now I can play this game. Cause, and, I, and I'm a PC guy, but I always hated the Diablo series because of the clicking shit. Well, no, I, I, no, because you had to move them by clicking, you had to click on a weapon and then click on that to attack, but then if you didn't click on it directly, it would try to move instead, and it was, it was clunky to it. me. Loved it. That's fine. I cornered I, Glenda. I I don't know if I you heard this story, but I cornered um what's his name from Blizzard okay, in New York. Hilarious. At the PS4 <laughs> reveal. At the PS4 reveal, um, I cornered him and I told him the story about how I I saw something probably online. This was 1995 or 96, whenever Diablo yeah. came out, and banner ads were brand new, you know, and there was yeah. nothing on the internet anywhere. Yeah. Uh, and I saw an ad for it, and it said download a demo. And I was like, really? Oh, wow, I didn't know you could do that. So, you know, you did the whole thing with the phone, and you put in the code so that it turns off the call waiting or whatever yeah. it is so that the phone won't get disconnected. Uh, and I set it overnight to download because it was a whole 50 megs, and it was going to take 12 hours to download <laughs> this. Literally. So I fell asleep. I woke up, I rolled over, I turned on the monitor because it was right next to my bed and it was just finishing downloading. I started the game. I played it for about 10 minutes. I stopped. Yeah. I got my car. I went right to, to GameStop and bought the game. <laughs> I was like, this is amazing. 12 hours of downloads, 10 minutes of gameplay. Yep. <laughs> Good old days. I was so excited once I started playing it. I was like, this, it was like a revelation. I hadn't played anything like that. Because uh, yeah. I was coming from, you know, the Atari 2600 and 5200 and the Apple IIc. Wow. And that's where I'd been before that. And maybe a little bit of Sega Genesis. So this was like a revelation. Yeah. It was crazy. <laughs> that was so, back in the days when we had Sugar Shack. Sugar Shack. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> sounds sounds Shack hot. News. I'm listening. Steve, oh, still, Steve Gibson's website before it became Shack News. Oh, yeah. Sugar Shack. When Blues News was the site to go to. Blues News I used to love. And then they had all the top plan files from the guys at Id. Yep, yep. Oh, I remember those Blues days. Blues News was great, and Evil Avatar was great, and both <coughs> of them just went to shit. The internet yeah. was so weird back then. I know. You know. And then Voodoo Extreme. Well, Voodoo Extreme became uh, Evil Avatar. Did it? Yeah. No, it didn't. Yeah, because Voodoo Extreme was the one I used to go to all the time. Because I had a 3DFX card, and I was like, oh, dude, they have everything 3DFX on here. Video Extreme changed name, then got bought by IGN. One of them became the guy that ran it moved to, to Germany, who's now one of the head marketing guys for NVIDIA. <laughs> oh, NVIDIA. Oh, NVIDIA. I like NVIDIA. Yeah, they're better than AI, especially when you're dealing with OpenGL drivers, right? Oh, God, yeah. <laughs> Thank you, sir. Uh, I loved my ATI tuner card back then. That's That was my big thing. I was so excited about that. Well, see, back in the day, it was you run your Voodoo 2s in SLI, and then you run the Riva TNT, so you have all the DirectX compatible stuff. So you had the best yeah. of both worlds. No, I didn't yeah. do that. Yeah. I had a 3DFX. I was a 3DFX boy all the way. Oh, so was I. I had the first one, then I got the, the two Voodoo 2s, which I still have. I used to get sent shit for free. It was great. Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah, because it was back in the days, it was when developer relations was proper developer relations. 
Yeah. And I used to deal with a guy called Brian Bruning at 3DFX. Hmm. And Great they, guy. They got bought up by through NVIDIA, right? Um, or did I think, buy them out? No, I think it was NVIDIA, but it wasn't the case they were bought out. It, it was. was. The case they saved their ass. Yeah, yeah. NVIDIA, because that's why NVIDIA uses SLI now. Yeah. That's right. Scanline interpolation. Oh, big words. Huh? Huh? Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Remember the Gravis? This week on Tech Corner. Yeah. I actually, uh, <laughs> I, I was actually you know, I today. the Gravis Ultrasound card. Wow, I remember those cards. Yeah, I helped them do all the memory management stuff on the, on the like, loading the driver and everything because their Sound Blaster driver, the SPOS, was so freaking huge that if you didn't get the, the, the stuff loading in the correct order, it would just eat up your 640K. Yeah. There's, um, we got, uh, I got sent an, a middleware today from a company to do, uh, I can't remember the name, I'm not going to say the name because I'm embarrassing, but it, was, um, it does, like, uh, GUI and head-up display um, middleware kind of thing. Okay. Like scale form, but not. It's his own system. And they use it in cars a lot. And the company who do it, they want to try and make it for video games as well. Hmm. And it, I got a drop today from them that just said, and this the new version now supports power VR. Like, what the <laughs> fuck? <laughs> you drop it latest Dreamcast game. Yeah, there you go. What year are we in? Supports power VR. Yeah, but the thing is, they still they're still around. Well, that's NEC. Still, yeah, but they're yeah. still around calling it Power VR, but not for you know computer systems. It's done for like cars and shit. So oh, wow. it's like, yeah, thanks for that. Holy crap! Yeah, that's a blast See. from the past. Mm. Power wow. VR was actually pretty genius, though. That's why the Dreamcast always looked so great because it only rendered the polygons that you could see. So if it was a full 3D yeah. model, it would only render the polygons in the front and not the back that you couldn't see. So yeah. you actually got more out of it. It was pretty cool. That's the evolution yeah. of blast processing. <laughs> Fuck you and your blast processing. <laughs> God. Uh, blast processing. Anyway. Sorry. What else is out then, Josh? Uh, we have also on the PS3, Tales of Zillia 2 for fifty nine ninety nine, dollars or the Tales of Zillia 2 Collector's Edition. For one twenty nine ninety nine. Whoa. Yeah. So what's in that? Ouch. The game. I would hope so. <laughs> Unlike Wolfenstein. Well, uh, yeah, we've learned to oh. always get the game. <laughs> uh, the game, a Ludger figure, a replica of L's pocket watch, yeah. a Rolo plush charm, what? a special music selection CD, the Art of Tales of Zillia hardcover art book, wow. which, you know, hopefully that's an actual book and not like a little pocket thing. Well, it's a hardcover, so maybe it's a small pocket yeah, hardcover. I, yeah, I have plenty of hardcovers, hardcover art books, quote-unquote, that are essentially the size of a Blu-ray case okay. so that they could fit it in the packaging and not have to make new packaging. I would say expect that now. Uh, and a classic Tales of costume, t- classic Tales of costume DLC. Oh, there so you go. All of that for the low, low price of one twenty nine ninety nine, and you know what? Bucks more. There's a picture of the art book. It is exactly the size of the <laughs> Blu-ray case, <laughs> but the figure is bigger, a little bit bigger. Oh, of course. So the figure is about the size of the Nathan Drake figure, I'd say, and actually it looks pretty cool. Oh, that's cool. Nice. So <laughs> the, the pocket watch thing. Yeah, it actually. Well, it, Tails it, fans, it's that might decent. be a nice pack. Yeah. 
Yeah. It does look not too bad, but yeah, it's, if you're into it, I, I would definitely say that's, that's the way to go. But wow, I'm 29. Nice. Yep. Yeah, I won't be getting that. Yeah. <laughs> Why not? Don't you need more shit I don't, in I don't, office? I don't do that kind of game. Yeah, I don't either. I love that kind of game, but yeah, I I have trouble with RPGs and and narrowing down what to carry and what to drop. (laughs) Well, the Tales games especially are are pretty in depth. Like, I play I played at least one, and it was like kind of over my head after a while. I was I just had this glossed over look on my face. I'm sure it's like what I was playing the stuff at uh, at. E3 and I was really enjoying it and I was like but I, I don't think I could do this for like a full game I, I would I would go mental <laughs> go <laughs> yeah mm. mentaler 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 there you go it's a word <laughs> now <laughs> so Stuart so definitely it's a- since you have kind of a tie with uh, all the old Amiga stuff and everything else oh Jesus do you oh. remember that game Putty Squad that just came out from PS4 yes so, yes do you know any of the history of that game at all? Because ah. I remember seeing it on SNES and, and and all this other stuff, but I really don't know too much about it. And I'll, I'll I be know quite the honest. Name of that. The game stinks. Okay, and the Amiga was great. Yeah. In 1990. Yeah, that's the problem. They never huh. changed the controls on the new version. The same game now? Yeah. With pixel art now? Yeah. Oh, please. No, I think it looks good, actually, but uh, it plays. It's terrible. still pixel art. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Even the guys did Worms upgraded to 3D models and shit. Actually, the new Worms is really good. Yeah, so yeah. I've heard. I've not played it yet. PS4 one, yeah. It's, it's Which reminds me, I'm going to have to bug Debbie, who runs Team 17, to send me a code. Because <laughs> she has to be two weeks ago for code for the other game. Yeah. yeah. All right. Yeah. No, it's it's really good. It, it, uh, I, I need to get some online playing, though, on, on the new Worms, because I haven't really well, had a chance to try it yet. This is crazy. What's that? Uh-oh. All right. The Amiga version of Putty Squad, although left unpublished until December 2013, yeah. was completely developed in 1994 to the point of demo versions being issued to magazines for release yeah. on cover discs. And yeah. Amiga magazines were also sent full review copies of Putty Squad for which it received critical success. Yeah. The thing That's is, Putty Squad is a sequel. Yeah. yeah. I can't what the original was called. I don't either. It, and, and, uh, I bet I can find it. Oh, is it Silly Putty? Uh, no, it can't be called that is because it? that's a trademark thing. It's, it's Sequel to Putty. Different. Yeah, just Putty. Yeah, it was just yeah, called Putty in 1992. Yeah, there you go. And that was on the Amiga, the SNES, and the Amiga CD32. Yeah, I remember yeah, it was this on, one. It wasn't on the, wasn't on the ST. Because they couldn't program back then. Mm. <sighs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I, I remember playing Putty Squad because a friend of mine was a journalist in the days of magazines. Um, <laughs> what are those, Stuart? They were made of paper. What? You wipe your ass hey, with them. In God one of those. Ma- oh, speaking of which, yeah, it's probably too late now. What, the edge thing? Yeah. <laughs> which thing? I was trying to find a copy of that magazine here. Edge is not really readily available here, and I haven't been—I no. haven't had time to wander New York City and find a store uh, that yeah, has I it. I couldn't find it either, but I got it digitally. Which one um, do you want? The one, so the, the, the E3 Edge, one. The Edge with Bloodborne on the cover. There's a almost a probably a half-page picture of the four of us: me, Josh, 
Emra and really? Michael at uh, E3 at a, at a press conference. Me looking stupidly at my camera. <laughs> at the Sony press. Me looking rapt with rapt attention up at the, well, <laughs> up the stage. Smile on your face. But the funny thing is, like, they say it's the Microsoft press event. I'm like, no, it isn't. That's Sony. That's Sony, I mean, you can yeah. Tell day. I, I've seen that picture. That's right, because, yeah. Cause, I uh, mentioned to you, say, what the fuck are you looking at a picture for during the Sony press conference? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Well, I do. I, I wanted a copy of that magazine, but I can't find it here. Yeah, I bought the digital version just to copy. have it. At least if I can find one. All right. That'd be awesome. Well, I know there's one laying around there because Alex is the one that told me about it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll see if I can. I got friends at Future. Well, I assume they're still there. Weird enough, I actually walked past Future offices yesterday. Nice. Well, if you, if you get sure. that chance, if maybe you could get two copies? Oh, I'll see what I can I'd do. Like to have a paper one. That'd be kind of cool to have. Yeah. Well, if you only get one, I ask first. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it, it was funny it's like the the exact moment because Josh had at all the press conferences that we or the two that we went to together. Josh had the regular lens on his camera, and I had the zoom lens. And I was trying to get kind of up close pictures of you know and, and stuff like that. And of course, I'm looking at the screen. With my old man eyes, like, you know, kind of my head up, looking down a little bit on it. Because you're so cramped in there, too. And I just look like a doofus. I was about to say, just turning into a Mr. Bean moment. Just about. Just about. Yeah. Yeah. But it, it is funny. Like, if you can see Josh playing his day, just mouth wide open. Just, like, yeah, hey. like. That was the noise I heard excited. you making that night. I'm pretty sure that was you. Pretty much the whole, yeah, through the whole thing, pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. I, I watched it live. So did we. We were in the third row. So did we. <laughs> yeah, I was, I was at home in bed watching on my iPad. <laughs> yeah. You and then when, the no Man's, when No Man's Sky came up, I was just like, oh, yeah. I love yeah. you, Sean. Oh. Somebody asked me to explain why that game is so cool the other day. Oh, fuck. Tell me, fuck and I just off. Said, Look at it. <laughs> Look at it. <laughs> yeah. Oh dear! It looks great. I can't wait. So what else? Yeah, what what else did you? We haven't talked to you for a while. What, what else from I was really say, impressed you? What did you think oh, about you, Entwined? Oh, oh right. No. Okay. Interestingly, nothing. Really? I literally went what? <laughs> uh, mainly because my feed froze during the whole fucking Entwined thing, uh, um, and because it's out now, I'm not going to buy it until somebody sends me a code for oh, it. Oh, listen to you. <laughs> support my game, support my game, but I want free stuff from everybody else. All right, Cartman. <laughs> Jesus. Um, uh, so, yeah, I, I, I don't know. I looked at it, it looks it looked interesting. It's not because so, it reminds me a little bit of, um, oh, God, what's it called? Dyad. No, uh, I was thinking more of, uh, was it Rezzed? Oh, Rez? Yeah, Rez, there you Nothing go. like Rez. But it's, no? it's no. more. It's more, see, I think it's more like Dyad in a way. Um, but I, I was actually impressed by it on screen. And then we got to talk to the students yeah. um, at the Sony booth, which was really cool. Uh, and they were, they were all kind of excited. You know, I mean, why wouldn't you be? It's your, you make a game it's and Jack suddenly Langford they're the on stage at E3. On. So. <laughs> no, it's, it's Stuart. It doesn't play like uh, Res at all. Res is more of a on rail shooter at its core. Yeah. Uh, this you use both thumbsticks and you try to hit the spots that are coming at you. Okay, um, it's actually a lot of fun and it requires quite a bit of concentration. I might pick it up then. Yeah, and it's cool because it's cross by. So, oh, is it? Yeah. 
Yeah, it's not out on. You know, if you go to our YouTube channel, uh, Stuart, there is an interview with gameplay footage right there, and it, and they explain <laughs> the gameplay and and yep. other fine videos like the '97 oh. parts of the uh, of the Extra Life replay that I had to put up. But we'll get into that later. Oh no, I'll be going. Um, yeah, you'll be. No, the the cool thing about it is they have a program so that it'll adapt to how you're playing. Um, right. So if you're sucking it up big time, it'll kind of slow things down and make it a little easier for you. And if you're really right. doing well, it'll push you and really try to make it harder. Cool. So it's nice. Adaptive gameplay, I like that. Yeah. Yeah, it's very Pretty nice. Cool. <laughs> it's cool. Uh, so what, what else? E3 caught my eye. No Man's Sky? Yeah, yeah, that's my god. Yeah, I've actually been talking to the guys, but they've been very quiet. They're like, we're right in the middle of stuff. We're not doing any interviews. Nothing. 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 Like, just wanted to oh. check up with you because I didn't get to. I I didn't get to run into Sean at E three, and we were kind of hoping to run into each other, but he gets. I know. I didn't get. I, you haven't introduced us yet either. I, I can't get to them right now. I'm kidding. Sucks. They've been busy because I'm, I'm going to guess they're going to show them something off at Gamescom. I don't know. Yeah, they are. So. I think I saw it. Well, actually, no. I think they just sent one person to Gamescom because they're, they're I guess they're right in this in this spot in the development that they don't want to really be away from it. Yeah. Yeah. I also know somebody else is going to be at Gamescom on the 12th. Well, you can say because this, show, this podcast doesn't come out until the 12th. I think I don't know what it's called, though. That's the problem. What's that? Uh, <laughs> I don't know what it's called yet. Okay. No, I've not... The person Grand Theft Auto 6. <laughs> no, no, no. Uh, the person never told me what it was called. He told me yesterday that it's being shown. He's on stage to introduce it, and there's a trailer being shown. Um, and it's been two plus years worth of hard work. Mm. Um, and it's going to blow people away. On which stage? Sony. Oh. And it's not the one everyone's been thinking about all week and teasing about. It's not Last Guardian either. Well, no, but they, they've been teasing this other game. They've been showing, like, a bloody axe and... Yeah, I th- we think it's that super massive game, the, the new horror game. Okay. So, yeah. Hmm. Hmm. It's not that. Well, we'll it's know by something... the time the podcast is out, because the press conference is, like, insanely early in the morning for us. Oh, it's a shame. It's a perfect time for me. Oh, I'm um, complaining. For a change. Um, oh, it's, no. it's, it's Q Games' new game. Oh! Oh. I actually know what that is. <laughs> really? I think I do, but I, so I'm not going to say uh, I'm not sure. Yeah. Because I just talked I would... to somebody about that back in June. Yeah. Cool. A certain somebody mentioned to me, he's literally in a taxi to the airport. <laughs> he was texting about it. Like, <laughs> he's going nice. to send me a direct link to raw trailer footage as soon as it's been announced. <gasps> so... so. So get this. I don't know if you saw yes. this today, um, but your friend that that runs Ripstone. Oh, Phil. Yeah. Yeah. So Ripstone just brought out Pure Pool. Oh, by is, this the, is, this the, is, is this the Hustle Kings thing? All of a sudden, Hustle Kings is coming out for PS4, and it's yeah. free to play. But it's it's like a you know you get the core package and then you can buy other stuff for it. Yeah. But how weird is that that you've got two pool games by the same developer? But they're two ah, different games. Ah, ah, but you don't. Well, from what I heard... You, you may notice the trailer was pulled for really quickly from Hustle Kings. Really? Because it said, um, developed by Vufu on it, and it's not. I thought they did the conversion or something, though. No. Or there was a conversion they did, done. 
No, they did the original. Right. Um, but somebody else did the new version, PS4 version. That's not what they're really alluding to, even on the um, on the. Yeah, I know. I was speaking to Phil today about it. His chat. I said, "Don't believe what's happened." I said, "What?" He said, "Do you see the Husk King thing?" I said, "No." Went up, went down straight away because I called him up and said, uh, "You might want to check your legal screen because it's completely wrong. Fufu had nothing to do with it." And the, apparently, the reply was, "We know. We've already pulled it." Oh, okay. Because <laughs> it said something like about. Um, I don't want to say like Vufu converting it or something. I can't remember what it said anymore. Yeah, yeah, but no, no, it was it, it's wrong. Okay, all right. Well, that makes sense yeah. then. Yeah. Good old legal department. Yeah, but that just seems so weird. So now we're going to have Pure Pool, we're going to have Hustle Kings, and then we're going to have Pool Nation soon too. Well, from what I understand, Hustle Kings is free, but it's you have to buy chalk and shit and things and yeah, you whatever have to buy, like, stuff for it. And I think you have to buy a couple modes. Whereas the Ripstone pool game is, it's a price fixed, job done. Yeah, pure pool yeah, pure. is that way, but then it's it's kind of thin in terms of features right now. But what it sounded like is they're going to add more features later, but nobody has said if it's going to be paid DLC or not. And then pool uh, nation, I don't think I think it's just going to come out at a flat price too. Who's doing pool nation? Pool nation pool is nation. Um, oh, you cherry pop games. Cherry- they sound familiar. Why do I know them? They're over in London. All- I'm pretty sure they're in London. They're over in England. Cherry Pop. You know, London, that's you know, just England, right? Uh, yeah, well, you know. Uh, I, no, Cherry Pop, I think I know who... Oh, God, if that is, that's really incestuous. <laughs> I can't tell you why, if it's in case I've got the wrong person in mind. <laughs> I'm saying nothing now. Well, I get along really well with lo- Cherry Pop, so be nice. Who's the guy there? Uh, I don't talk to a guy. I talk to their PR... Gemma. Okay. Gemma. Uh, don't know. Don't know. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it wasn't a horrible comment. Just the fact is, I didn't realize that they were doing it, and if it is them, it's doing it. I know why they're doing it. Mm. Oh wow! <laughs> I'm not going to oh. say. Well, they brought it out for yeah. PS3. It came out a long time ago for PS3. All oh, right. Okay. Maybe it's not them then. Yeah. Okay. Phew. Okay. Wow. Wow. I've never had this much innuendo in five minutes on the podcast before. <laughs> Well, I think I can't talk about nothing. I can't talk about. Nothing about that. I think I don't know what I'm talking about. It's so exciting! <laughs> I haven't got a clue what I'm talking about half the time. You should know that by now. Oh no, I know. Unless it, unless it's got some rush lyrics in it or no, music. Geez. Not back to the rush. No. <laughs> so what else did he? It's gonna be done. Did, did anything else really grab you at all? Doesn't have to. Be I was sitting. Yeah, when we were sitting there talking about it like five minutes ago. Uh-huh. I thought, what else was shown at E3 caught my eye? And I can't remember anything. Hmm. What else was shown at E3 this year? Well, there was Bloodborne. There was... Um, uh, not my cup of tea. Finally coming out. It's October 10th. Yeah. It's October 10th. Like it. we, played, we played the social stuff on and everything. It was pretty cool. Let me, let me rephrase the sentence. What was announced this year's E3 that, that I can't remember? Uh, other than Well, Grand Theft Auto V for... PS4 and Xbox, but I but told you before E3 that was happening. <laughs> so, you know, it's um, there was, I can't even remember the name of it. There was that weird underwater game where they just showed bits and pieces of it at the yeah. Sony. Um, no. Oh, the VR one? No. no. There, it was no. Uh, more of an indie title from... Um, oh, shit. It's a developer we know for... It's uh, Was that... The squid, yeah, it was the squid logo. 
the name the of bell. it. Yeah. Whoa. I just saw it recently. I just saw that clip recently. Yeah. But the point is, though, that apart from No Man's Sky and the obvious announce, official announcements of GTA and stuff, nothing really stood out. Well, the Uncharted trailer was I mean, a little bit small and it was... The only other thing I can think of is it stood out, which more of a, I was like, you fucking what? Was Crackdown on the Xbox stage. But everybody knew that was coming. The thing is, I did, but I didn't know who was involved. Oh. No, I, I, I've said since day one, I'm excited for it. I love the first Crackdown. The second one sucked, but I really love so the my, first my, Crackdown. My best friend Richard, who now works at Zynga, dear, dear, um, he, um, he was leading... <laughs> Well, he's been there for a while now. Yeah, but he's uh, not doing well. I know, we know. Um, but he um, he was lead environment artist on the original Crackdown. Oh, wow. And I've we grew up since the age of 10 together. He's like my brother from another mother. Wow. And we made our first video games together in the mid-80s. Nice. nice. No, I, I've, yeah. I've always said that I liked the first Crackdown, and I was very excited for this one. Uh, I, I, and now I have an X-Bone that I can try it. I want to find it comes out. Yeah, so I, I, I mean, the fact that Dave... Uh, Jones is, is involved again. Is a bit that surprised me. Yeah, I knew that a certain UK developer was working on it with them, mm-hmm. um, but I didn't know that Dave was involved. And the fact that he is floored me after all the real-time world stuff. Yeah. No, I, I've known I've known Dave since he was writing games in his parents' house in his bedroom. Wow! So like two years. So ago. yes, right now, eighty-eight, eighty-nine. When he wrote um, Blood Money and the Amiga. Oh my god! I remember that game. Wow. Yeah, he, Dave wrote that. He was a programmer on it. Um, so he did that. And then, of course, Team Made Sign got bigger. Then they did Lemmings. And then the rest is history. Yeah. God, Lemmings, how much time I spent on that game back then. Oh, did you play the new Vita version? I haven't, and I haven't touched it yet. Don't. Yeah. Oh, really? I, I, yeah, I didn't like it. I got well, it. I was it like, seems oh, to me that dear. Be, like, they're going to have to make the Lemmings too big to make the game feel the yeah. same because you're doing touch controls on it and yeah. your finger's really big when it's on that screen and that's what kind of worries yeah. me. I'm like, I just don't know about this one. And actually Chaz has yeah. that for review and I don't think he ever reviewed it. I'll have to look at the website. Yeah, I don't remember seeing a review. He did. did he? He did. Okay. <laughs> How many times do I have to say it? Yes, he did. <laughs> you were breaking up for <laughs> what did he get he said it. Right. Awkward um, Alright, so what about... All right, here. How about the oddness that um, Techland is off doing Dying Light, which is essentially Dead Island again, <laughs> and then Jaeger is suddenly doing Dead Island Two. Yeah, and they were the ones that did your favorite, one of your favorite games of last year, Spec Ops. Yeah. yeah. So, and that trailer was a little unexpected for um, Dead Island Two. That was an awesome trailer. I like the interaction between the weapons and the characters now. Like it really looks like the you know like an axe is going into their head. I've not seen the new trailer from today. Oh, okay, that's the new Gamecom, uh, Gamescom trailer. Yeah, yeah, no, I know. I, I didn't see it, yet, but I, I assumed you're talking about the um, E3 one when it was just the, the yeah. crazy music video, oh, no, which this, was this awesome. Shows yeah. Gameplay. yeah, that, that, <laughs> that trailer was. That was fun. Well, I we saw game or Emra and I saw gameplay uh, behind closed doors. Oh, that's right. And it was it was really good. It looked beautiful already, um, and it was it was cool the way they were 
basically herding the zombies with noises and stuff. They get up on a rooftop and throw something and get them all chasing after. And then they jump down and go running over here and get them chasing after this. And the, the lighting in it already was just gorgeous. And that was Dead um, Island 2. Cool. Dead Island 2, yeah. Okay. And it's cool because it's, it's all set in California, essentially, right. up and down the coast. So, right. like, all the way up and down the coast. So they can hit all these diverse areas. You know, they can get into a city. They can go off onto, like, the, like down the Pacific Coast Highway where it's all, like, sort of rocky and, and forests and stuff like that. You know, they were... Wow. They showed off like a suburban area, basically, right on the coast, which looked really cool. Hmm. Cool. <laughs> so, well, that's one, that, one thing that um, really threw, like jumps out at you right away, especially with the new systems now, is how colorful everything is. And, yeah. you know, for a game that you would normally expect to be real dreary and dark and, you know, just all all shades of gray and brown, just how bright and colorful the game is, and, you know, especially in sunlight. So, look good. So that... That other game that I couldn't remember, 505 Games and Giant Squid are bringing oh. up. It's called Abzu. Ah, yes. Not seen that one. They showed yeah. me 83, but it was like kind of just like a minute of, uh, I think it was just a pre- pre-done trailer. So I think a lot of people said, 505 Games? What, what is this? Why are they doing an indie title? Yeah, yeah it, looked, it looked really interesting, though. It looked oh, yeah, really definitely. neat. Completely underwater, really cool lighting, and yeah. yeah. Really cool art style. That's, that's yeah. what I like. But I don't want more indie games. I want to kill things. You kill things in indie games too, can't you? Uh, normally, no. Indie developers are so against violence that... I mean, we're all hippies. Isn't that what makes you an indie developer? If you don't have anything killed in your game, that makes you an indie? Well, I'm fucked and I'm annoyed. <laughs> <laughs> here, uh, here, I'm shooting... Uh, Little red jetpack guys out of the sky in Gravity Crash Ultra. And then throwing guys in meat mincing machines in other games. Yeah, that's that too. Yeah. Yeah, that's no violent at all. <laughs> yeah, we don't kill nobody. Gosh, I'm trying to remember what else we saw there. It's such so a that's point. Planet 3 was kind of a surprise. Yeah, it was kind a surprise just... they showed it so quickly. Yeah. Which one? Little Big Planet 3. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, that's. That was wasn't that going to be called Little Big Planet World or something no, before? No, there was Little Big Planet Hub. Hub, that's that sick. was supposedly being done by uh, Backbone Entertainment up in uh, Canada. Oh, really? And we were all wondering what the heck happened to that. And nobody will even say. I shall do some research. Yeah, we've I've, I've, inquiries have been made, but nobody's talking. I fell in love with yeah. Counter Spy. Yep, that game's fa- fantastic. Yeah. yeah, whatever. What? Oh. 2.5D, what are you saying? Oh, it's so cool, That's though. Very cool. Such a great, straight, great art style. Yeah. yeah. I'll get it it's, when it's out free a couple weeks' time. It's people from Pixar helped with the art style. Yeah. They were involved in it. Yeah, cool. I know. Um, Boy, Josh, I thought you were jaded. Seriously. forget about uh, Stuart. <laughs> you know the... I played uh, that that first day there. Uh, we went up to the hotel for SOE, and uh, I played H1Z1, and that was awesome. Uh, and I really want to see that come to the the PS4. It's a it's a survival uh, type game. You're out in yeah. the woods with the zombies wandering around, yeah. and 
the cool thing is like, if you die, when you come back, you can find your zombie body, like chasing you down basically. <laughs> um, but everything that's happening is, is actually happening all in that same world. So if you're, if you're in one part of the world and you're trying to chop down a tree, somebody across the ravine will see that tree fall and they may come after you and try to kill you. They may avoid you. They may, you know, it's like other players are in there and they can, they can see and hear what you're doing. So you have to be careful about what you're doing because you have no idea how other people are going to react when they meet you, whether they're going to try to take your shit or, or work with you or what. So Hmm. a very paranoid type fun. Let me kind of change tact a second then. Sure. Okay. So as okay. everybody knows, we're, we record this on a Monday night usually, we which do. it is tonight. We do. Um, so the Gamescom Sony press conference is tomorrow. Correct. Tuesday. Yes. yes. What do we think they're going to be talking about and showing tomorrow? I expect a new firmware, a beefy firmware update shown off and announced. Okay. Like that's probably firmware 2 for November. I, I, I'm pretty sure the DLNA is going to be in the November firmware update version 2. That's what I've been hearing too. And not because of those fake leaked images that came out a couple of days ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. There were images that came out? Yeah, there yeah. were some images that came out. Uh, somebody put them on the Facebook group and they were all over NeoGAF and everything, but showing folders. Oh, that's why else, I didn't see them. Yeah, but then, you, but then you would look on, <laughs> you would look closer at it and it would have like ratings, rating pending for games that have been out since launch. <laughs> yeah, it's totally faked. Um, I think we're going to yeah. see the folders thing, though. I, I do. I've heard the DNLA support thing a couple of times, and having media support. Um, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I don't think they'll reveal that until G- TGS, though. With the firmware. Yeah. Well, things they might they might not show anything at all until launch. Like they usually do, and go, "Hey, look, new firmware." Well, but if if it's a su- substantial firmware, and I think it will be because it's a year in and it's right before the yeah. holidays, yeah, I think that's I think why they would show it at TGS or something, or they would show it somewhere. I would, I would show it tomorrow. Though. That's why. It, well, that's why I figured here, yeah. um, because I don't think they'd do it at TGS. I think they'd be showing off more game, you know, games yeah, and stuff. TGS, TGS is a little. Um, it's a little eastern to the west. True. And that sounds, yeah. I don't understand racist about it, but I don't think that. It's definitely not. It's just the fact that whenever TGS have the press conferences, it's usually like in a small conference room with yeah. guys standing in front of a black screen. It's not usually wham, bam, western lights well, show. Da-da. Gaming. They show like the new TV and then they show their ESPN stuff and... I mean, they show, they show their, their sales figures. Like, yeah. 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 Um, I, I would like to see more of Rhyme. Rhyme, if that gets that? shown, that's when they showed last year at Gamescom. They announced from the guys at the Deadlight Tequila Works, I think it is. It looks a bit like Ico. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Unreal yeah, yeah, Power. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That'd be cool to see. That would yeah, that'd be good because it's a year on since they announced it. That's true. Um, I'm interested to see how they're coming along with Shadow of the Beast. I would love to see that was, Shadow of the Beast. That was announced last year as well. Yeah. Um, at Gamescom. And I, I, I kind of would like to see more No Man's Sky, but I don't want to as well at the same time. I actually don't want to want see more to, than that yet. Yeah, I, yeah, I, wanna, I don't want to see that until it launches. <laughs> 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 I'm I'm happy with what I've seen. I don't want to 
yeah, I, I don't want to see too much of it. I want to explore and find it on my own, you know? Yeah, I don't think Sean will let much be known about it till launch. No, he's pretty secretive think, about it. I think it'd be more beauty trailers than anything else. Yeah. If something is shown. Um, but what I would like to see, and I know it isn't going to be shown, is, is Last Guardian. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, I know, I, I, I know for a fact it is coming on really well. I've heard the same. But at the um, same time, but, I, think, I think the expectations for that game are so big now. That no matter how good it is, I think they're going to have a real I don't struggle think so. with it. I don't think so. I think I, they were big about a year or two ago, and I think it's all pretty much tapered off, and everybody's forgotten about it at this point because Sony well, has not said a word about it for two years at this point, so yeah. nobody is even thinking about it. Here, here's a crap thing to mention. It was first announced in 2008, 2009. Yeah. 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 There's a whole new generation of people coming to PlayStation 4. True. Maybe never had PS3. So it would be new to them, even though it was like five years ago. True. Very true. So, you know, someone suggested they might show it at TGS, but I think, I think TGS is too small for it. Well, but then you know, for you the Western market. You, you, you maybe think the That's... Video Game Awards? No, I would assume Either that TGS or because it is. What was that, Stuart? I don't I say either that or it will, will be Gamescom. Will be tomorrow. Yeah, maybe. I I would think. Well, if they don't show it tomorrow, I would assume TGS just because it is, just because of what it is. Jeez, oh, everything's going off here. Um, <laughs> just because uh, it's Japan, you know, and it's those guys making it. So yeah, but Final Fantasy's Japan. Some, yeah, you know, but, and that I mean, was shown at Sony. three. But this is yeah, Sony. Okay. This is not Square, you know? When did they and show off the Rain country. and the other one? Rain was at TGS. Was it? Yeah. Wow. Oh, okay. Yeah. And Puppeteer? See? Was that the same as well? Puppeteer. Oh, I thought they're both Gamescom. I think. I thought they're both Gamescom no, last year. I'm pretty sure Rain was TGS. Okay. Uh, Puppeteer, I think, was Gamescom. Um, boy, this is a long time ago. You're trying to get me to remember things. Hang on. I'm looking at Gamescom last year. We don't have TPS, unfortunately. I made all those banners and nobody ever oh, used them. <laughs> last time I do that. Uh, <laughs> you mean like the ones this week? <laughs> yeah. Well, that's why I only made like five. I made five very generic banners. Yeah. I didn't put too much time into it. Because uh, I looked at what we put up last year and I was like, Okay. Um, I do not see either of those on our page, but that doesn't really say much uh, for Gamescom last year. I don't see Puppeteer and I don't see Rain. Hmm. Wow. So, um, so yeah, I mean, the, the point was, is you know, it's what you know. What will they keep for TGS, and what will they blow out at Gamescom? Because Gamescom is becoming the next E3. But you know, for for Europe, definitely more so than it has been previous years. The fact that Keeley's flying across for it this year, you know, to, to do True. that um, stuff with Kojima. So that I think they're trying to make it big, 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 big this year, even more so than the previous years. Yeah. Mm. Um. Rain was announced at Gamescom. Was revealed at Gamescom. Okay. Uh, and. Yes, man. 
No, it was yeah. revealed at Gamescom, and the puppeteer was. I'm sure that was Gamescom oh, no. as well, because I think the trailer were back to back during the Sony presser. Yeah, yeah. Boy, I don't know. It was, yeah. Uh, official announcement Gamescom 2012. Holy wow. Crap. Okay, that's why. It's two years yeah. ago. Yeah. yeah. Interesting. Yeah. So t- tomorrow could be quite eventful. Yeah, I think so. I, you know, a lot of people are freaking out, obviously, about that little trailer they keep teasing with the axe, the bloody axe, and all that. Oh, oh, what? I got one. I got, what? I got a big one. What's what? uh, Activision pulling the Sierra Online stuff? Oh yeah. Oh, the King's Quest thing. Maybe. Yeah. But they they pulled up the whole the old Sierra logo and everything, yeah. which kind of got me quite giddy. <laughs> yeah, they they brought their Twitter. Yeah. They they set up like a new Twitter feed for Sierra and all that stuff for the old logo and yeah um, I think it is King's Quest that's what I've heard uh, Space Dude. Quest Police Quest I'm so there bring I'm me all I'm those in. bring me all those to the PSN they can I leave, they can leave Larry take my money I'll take Space <laughs> Quest though because I love Space Quest oh, oh, I love Space Quest I, I just, love all of them me too I have all of them upstairs uh, on disc for my I'll Apple IIc Atari ST version somewhere, most of them. Oh. Yeah, my the friend had shoot Larry. The first one was awesome. Oh yeah, the first yes. one was. My friend yeah. had a had an IBM PC at the time, and he got the PC version of uh, Police Quest. Mm. And that wow. thing came with a that thing came with a freaking book, oh, man. Yeah. Because oh, you man. had to follow every single police code, and you had to call it in by code, yep. by the actual code. So you're sitting there looking up in the book, like, and you you had to walk around your cruiser before you got in it, do a visual yeah. inspection of the whole car before you got yeah. into it, or game over. Yeah. Oh, it's <laughs> amazing. And Gabriel Knight, of course, as well. I was never big into those games. No, I wasn't. But the only reason I mention it is because the woman who designed them, can't remember who her name was now. Roberta she Williams. popped up recently as well. Really? Because it was Ken and Roberta Williams that did all of those, that did all the, well, yeah. King's Quest and... Yeah, and, Roberta did the, the, the King's Quest games. And of course yeah. they ran Sierra. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. Ken did. Um, but yeah. What happened to them? <laughs> That's a good question. Got, I think they, they got rich and stood up in the mountain lodge. Exactly. I think they got all their money and they've, they're just kicking back, retiring. Uh, you know what? Let me see if I can well, find out. You know there's out. a new well, Tex Murphy game coming. Seriously? Yeah, completely brand new Tex Murphy with all uh, FMV and everything again. Well, do you know what would be interesting to see? Is if um, Schaefer gets some rights for another game like Day of the Tentacle. Uh-huh. Don't even tell you. I, I tested that game. Really? I, yeah, I was a tester on the uh, CD-ROM version with all the voice and everything. Because I wow. tested it with the Rambus Ultrasound. Oh, of course. There we go again. Uh, no, that's why I did it, though. Because uh, I knew the I knew one of the producers there named uh, Kalani Stryker. He was a good friend of mine. And, uh, right. yeah. That one and Sam and Max at the Road <laughs> and uh, Full Throttle. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. I remember the day that uh, the TIE Fighter showed up at my house and we had this big ice storm in Kansas City, and my friends braved it to come over and play Tie Fighter because it was wow. a, a near final build of it. Wow! Oh yeah. Okay. <laughs> you want to hear? 
Go do on. you want to hear what Ken and Roberta are doing now? Sure. Go on. Okay. Uh, well, they married in November 1972 when she was 19 and he had just turned 18. Oh, oh my God. That's retro. Bagged an older girl. Older girl, man. Uh, <laughs> they have two children, DJ, born in 1973, and Chris, born in 79. They have homes in Seattle, France, and Mexico. Oh, okay. He, um, he is no longer active in the computer gaming industry. Uh, he had a website construction tool called TalkSpot, um, hmm. which, yeah. That, Never heard of that uh, one. Somewhere. Um, he has, he's published three books on boating, talking about his worldwide cruising with life, with wife, Roberta on their 68 foot trawler. Jesus. And he publishes a blog about cruising called Ken's blog. So yeah, they're just <laughs> kicking back, enjoying the money. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> it's awesome. All the way to the bank. Living the life. Well, yeah, Good on they, them. they did Good some incredible games. Oh yeah, I agree. Yeah. By the way, I want to see Wake yeah. Commander come back. That well, you kind cool. of are, but not done right. What do you mean by that, Stuart? Well, Chris is doing um, whatever the hell is it called nowadays? This is a new game. Oh, oh god, the one that made fifty million dollars in crowdfunding. Yeah. Oh god, I met him for lunch last year. Jesus. You know when they were showing Strike Commander at uh, CES back in Vegas? I, I want to yeah. say it was ninety three. No, it was ninety two. Um. My buddy that lives down in Austin works at Dell. He still works at Dell. Gets on the plane, and uh, Chris Roberts' Eric, uh, Chris Roberts' brother Eric, was sitting next to him, and he had the machine with Strike Commander installed on it, uh, like under the seat. <laughs> so he invited us in to see it and everything, and we went in and we watched it. And here's all like, you know, these people are trying to get to buy the game, and we're, and we're sitting there watching it. And even on this high end PC, it's just running like absolute ass because that game it was too powerful for any system that was available. You yeah. can put it on a crate and it would have ran slow. And uh, I remember watching it and, and Chris and I just kind of looking at each other going, do we say anything? <laughs> yeah, do you run away? Yeah. Yeah. Thank you, sir. Bye. Yeah. yeah. Thanks for letting us see it. Yeah. Got to talk and to Gary for a few minutes, you know? Oh, God. He was this actually really tail. nice. He was nice. Although it was funny because they had... I want to say Ultima Underworld 2, maybe? Or one of the Ultima games that had voice on it. Like Ultima 7, maybe? They had it running in the background on a loop. And the voice oh, work was pretty funny. So we made fun of that one for years. About this character, Gwynnud. There's, there's some Blast in the Past remake news things that kept happened this last week. Mm. Resident Evil. Yeah. The remake of the remake. Yeah. Yeah, remaking the GameCube yeah. version. Yeah, that would be just a cool. good idea. It's it's a good idea, I think. Um, I think it's going to introduce reintroduce the game to a lot of people who never may have played them, or people um, who yeah, played them and didn't like the tank controls, and now, yeah. yeah, and now you, but you can play with the old controls, or you can play with the new controls, where you can actually walk in any direction, which would be nice. Because yes. <laughs> that's the thing, I I did try to go back and play because when they brought out the PS One classics, you know, on PSN. I got all the Resident Evil games, and I was trying to play them on my PS3. I was trying to play them on my PSP. They're such a pain in the ass to control. Yeah, that it's just frustrating. Oh, I gave up. And yeah, the idea that you can actually move around now is kind of cool. It'd be neat to play them again with decent controls. So, 
What about the I, uh, I like it. What about the night trap news today? Night trap? Yeah. Shut up. Yeah. I saw something Seriously? about that. Either they're redoing it yeah. or they're re-releasing it. They're oh, trying Jesus. to. I think they're trying to I think they're trying to do uh like a Kickstarter for it, yeah. God. To get it to the PSN and Xbox. Do you know One what? Every time I saw the footage of that game in screenshots, it reminded me so much of Twee eighties, nineties just in general. I kept hearing the music you ever hear a band called Night Ranger? Have yeah. I heard of a band called Night Ranger? Yeah, of course. Yeah. Are you kidding? I kept hearing every time. I, every time I saw pictures of that game, uh, Night Trap, I kept hearing that fucking music. There's the only single they ever had. Sister that did well in Europe. Yes. Playing my hands like Jesus. Why am I hearing couple this? skate? Couple skate. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> Good old Christian <laughs> rock and roll. Eh? Oh, Wait, what? No. Oh, they were that Christian band? No. No. You're, you're thinking of a uh, uh, striper. To hell with the devil, yo! No, 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 no I was thinking of that was no, that was just their their big hit. But no, they were not uh, they were not a Christian band. Thank God! No, thank God! Listen to what I was saying. Thank God! <laughs> thank God! Uh. You're not radio. Uh, uh, yeah. So, what was then old is becoming new again for a lot of things. I, yeah. I, would, I tell you what I would like to do. I'd like to do a proper Crash Bandicoot reboot. A lot of people would like to do that and have that done, but yeah, it's, it, it, who knows? Nobody knows what's going on. You know, Activision has the rights, and then there's always these rumors going around that oh, they lost the rights to it, and Sony's going to get it back, and blah 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 blah. Well, Sony was stupid enough yeah. to get it in the first place. Yes, um, I, I just think you know, people say that they prefer the second over the first one, but I think the first one has a special place. It does because it, it was does. the first. It really yeah. does. Yeah. You know, and I'd, I would love to to remake that. I think it'd be cool. I think it would go over huge too. Yeah, yeah. Remember, we actually we actually goofed some people about eighteen months ago when we used to have the webcam in the office. We actually had one of our guys put up a, a mesh of Crash in Maya <laughs> one day. So when the camera panned round to Stephen, he was sitting there twiddling this Crash mesh. And that's when people tweet, oh my god, they're really making Crash Bandicoot. <laughs> See, people are watching. Creepy. Then we, then we go to the cameras because the artist went, and it's a bit creepy, really. <laughs> <laughs> See, I don't know. As much as I, I absolutely love Crash, it was one of my favorite series. It, it was, I loved it, you know, and the first and second ones especially. But I don't know that it would get, it would be as big as we think it would be, I you know, everybody, agree. whenever they, everybody's yeah, like, crash, 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 crash. but you know what? But there have thing, been right? crash games. There were a yes, ton of crash but, games on the PS2 and they all they were, tanked. Yeah. Do you know why that is? Because they were fucked. You well, know, Activision yeah. got involved and did the usual, mm-hmm. you know, it needs to go back to what the original was. It needs to be that same gameplay, that same you know mechanics the in and out of the screen stuff being chased by shit collecting jewels there's the 2.5d side on jumping up the platforms and stuff yeah. that stuff was great I, I, yeah I as, do love the as fun as it out. was oh, go ahead josh i was gonna say as fun as that was and as cool as that was i mean the controls you know were a little bit problematic at times but you clean that up but is that enough for today's crowd or do they just yawn you know, well, especially what the new system I mean, can do. 
Yeah. For what the system could do back in the day, Crash Bandicoot was really revolutionary with that streaming tech oh, yeah. they used. It was mind-blowing. Nowadays, yeah. I mean, do you yeah. put them in a full 3D world? Because, quite frankly, that might not be that fun. Well, no, that's no, what I, all I those other Crash Bandicoot to, games exactly. were. Were the full yeah, 3D world. Stuart saying, yeah, Stuart's saying, basically remake the original game with it's, fancy graphics and lighting and better controls, and there you go. For that type which, of game. You know, without trying to blow out my own trumpet, you know, which is what the team at Job did with Abe's Odyssey. Yeah, yeah, you know exactly. And the review scores have been great, yes, fantastic. You know, yeah. a couple of people give it a six out of ten or whatever. It's like really, everywhere else. I think there's forty plus reviews on on Metacritic, and two are are, are mixed. The rest are all positive. Yeah, one of those isn't ours. <laughs> yeah, uh, the team did a phenomenal job. You know, and I think if you've got a team who are care enough about a property and passionate about it, then the love they put into that property, yeah, people will want to play that again. Well, it, it's funny. You know, well, when Mark Cerny started popping up because of the PS4, everybody's like, oh my God, Mark Cerny's at Sony and he's going to do this. I'm like, you know, he's been consulting for Sony for like 18 <laughs> years or whatever it is. Yeah. He's been there forever. He worked yeah. at Crash. But... All right, back to what Stuart was saying. I mean, you get a team who knows the property, is passionate about it, and, and well, there's, um, oh my gosh, my mind just went blank, uh, Sanzaru and yeah. Sly Cooper. Yeah. Those are guys, yeah. they absolutely adore that property. They did the, you know, the, the collection, the HD collection, and then they got Sly 4. And they, I, I, I thought Sly 4 was perfect. It was it was great in every way. It was great story. It was great pacing. Really cool use of the ancestors and everything. It didn't sell millions and millions of copies. You know, I I don't know. I I would hope the Crash Bandicoot would have that hit, but I I don't know that today's crowd would all go in for it, and not enough people would go nostalgia you, and get it. I think a lot of today's. Um, well, a lot of yesteryear's development was come up with the ideas in the first place. You know, you might have a four-year development cycle where two years of it was, what kind of game can we make? What can we make it do? Wow, we can do this with it. Wow, we can stream data. We can do this. It's a lot of R&D, basically. Yeah. So the budget of game development, say $10, $50 million for the original Crash, for example, you know, you could probably redo it today for two to five. And just to make a really good, awesome, respectful remake of the original, but because you're working to a blueprint already exists, you're 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 actually saving a lot of money in development costs. So the point is, you wouldn't have to sell millions, and millions of copies to make it worthwhile. True. Yeah, it's a good point. I think I think what we really need, and I think I've even said this to Stuart before, but we need, I think. Either a remake or just a new good old fashioned shmup, straight up shmup, not bullet hell, not anything weird, just straight up either side scrolling or vertical shmup like Blazing Lasers, Gate of Thunder, River Raid twenty fifteen. What, what was that? <laughs> River Raid twenty fifteen. Cool too, but that's Activision, and we'll never <laughs> we'll never see anything good out of it because they're you know they're too big and they don't they don't understand anything past the property. They just know the property and that they own it. 
and they don't care about what the game is or anything else. But you know, go to Konami because Konami, you know, absorbed Hudson. Go to Konami and get the get the rights for for uh, like one of the soldier games or for uh, Lord of Thunder. Or Contra Green Beret. <laughs> get uh, Rastan Saga. Ooh, oh, all those old classics. Oh, Rastan was terrible. I know. I remember freaking out about that on the Genesis because the character was so big. I go, yeah, and there's three frames of animation. It's awful. But look at it. It's Rastan Saga. What did you you think of the Strider remake earlier in the year? You know, it's a really good game. It just didn't have the name Strider on it. Yeah. Uh, Seriously, it's, it's the standard ninja game. And it doesn't, I mean, it's, it, it, I don't know. It just took it strayed too far from the Strider formula for me. I actually, and I, I can't believe I'm going to say this, but my favorite arcade remake of recent years has been the Bionic Commander rearm stuff. The oh yeah, well the first one, then the second one they let him jump, and I'm like, wait, Bionic Commander doesn't jump. Well, here's the thing: is in the home versions he did jump. Yeah, well, in the NES version in Europe. Yes, and the Megan ST versions as well, which yeah. came out here, and Spectre and CC4 versions. Yeah, yeah, jumped in all those. No, 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 but that was that was all Europe because the yeah. Europeans apparently yeah, yeah. don't like games unless you can jump. Yeah, I'd, I'd have to say the whole not jumping thing freaked me out. <laughs> well, but it was a design decision. Yeah. yeah. No, I like the first one. The first one was beautiful. And then they yeah. did that. Uh, they did that multiplayer game after that. The developers of the first Bionic Commander rearmed. Uh, was that Grin or Gr- yeah Grin? Grin did the Grin. first one. The second yeah. one was the Gr- Grin was the first one. The second one was Fat Shark. Yeah, who made up Bex Grin people. Yeah, uh, but Grin actually made that. That there was a, a PS3 multiplayer game that was a lot of fun. Uh, uh, the, the Western one. Yeah. No. No. Uh, no. The, no. Uh, it was like the Army one, right? Yeah. Can't remember the name. Of uh, it. We used to have a lot of fun with it. Yeah, oh, God. that that really was fun for multiplayer. Yeah, and and for uh, Josh, it, yeah, come on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, just check. I don't remember anymore. I'd have to go on my PS3 and look. Problem is, I don't have my main PS3 with me. So. Crash Commando. Yes, Crash Commando. Was it Crash Commando? I'm pretty sure. Wait, no, 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 that no, 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 no. Crash the Commando was. It was something Crash Commando yeah. was done by the team run by Olaf Gustafsson, who was a music guy for Pimble Dreams and Fantasies. Epos Game Studios. Yeah. Olaf um, Gustafsson. Right, here we go. Uh, they did Advanced Warfare, no. Warfighter 2. This is just gripping Recon, for really? They're sitting mm-hmm. at the edge uh, of their chair right now. I think it was Crash uh, Commando. It wasn't no, by Grin. Wasn't. Well, no, it might have been ex-Grin people that went over to the developer. Maybe that was it. Okay. Well, yeah, Crash Commander, that was that was one of Phil Gaskell's games. Yes. It was a great game. Yeah. It was, it was Side so scrolling. much fun. And then it just kind of died. Go. <laughs> I don't know what yeah, it's, yeah, I don't know, actually. I'll drop a lot for me. Maybe I'll just say what happened. Yeah, I, that man, was released that in December 18, 2008. Yeah, I think, E-post I, games. I think I saw that at the first E3 I was at. Wow. Yeah. Oh, six years old, Jesus. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Uh-oh. 
Josh found something funny. No, I'm just. So I want to read you this tweet before you go, Stuart. Okay, go on then. So this guy tweeted today, and he's like, "I'm done. It's all Glenn's fault." Okay. So he put a he put a a a review up on uh, on on the iTunes, and he gave us one star. This is from Infamous Cole 07, and he put it up on my birthday. Thanks, Thanks, buddy. Oh, Thanks for moment. ruining it for us, Glenn. What? Oh, ruining everything? Yeah, everybody's going to, well, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> so here, here's the title of his review. Biased and they hardly talk games. Wait, what? Okay, so we're called PlayStation <laughs> Nation. And we hardly talk but games. To we be fair, fully... <laughs> the, the past couple of weeks has been sports heavy. <laughs> well, not just that. It's been Xbox heavy too, but this is, this is what's so funny. Uh, so, so he says the, the clue surely is in the name of the podcast. Well, yeah, the whole bias thing. But anyway, yeah. even though I've been talking Xbone like nonstop, but uh, this is an incredibly biased podcast. Unless you're a well, you're Y O U R, a PlayStation oh, fanboy, you may find yourself bored to death listening to two old dudes who buy tons of games but complain <laughs> they have no time to play them and instead talk about what they watched on TV rather than games they played on PlayStation. That was one sentence. Wow. Uh, hearing He's 10 years old then. Although I will say he did spell my name with two N's, so uh, congrats for that one. Thank you, sir. Uh, hearing Glenn talk constant trash on Xbox got old and I've given up. I-V-E with no apostrophe. Uh, I have two. There's true gamers. There's with no apostrophe. True gamers who play everything because they love games, and there's no apostrophe again. This guy who loves PlayStation, not games. Even though how many how many weeks did we... Preach Retron 5 and okay. Uh, this is why this podcast and site will never be at the level of Giant Bomb, IGN, etc. It's narrow minded and biased. Jeez. Thanks. Well, okay. <laughs> I'm not going to. I was like preaching like, how great Mario Kart 8 was for like three weeks in a row. And, yeah, yeah. I bet he likes Call of Duty and he's 12 years old. Yeah, well. But the thing is, you know, I don't. I'm not, I don't just sit here and rip on Xbox. We've, I've been playing it for the last few weeks, and I have an opinion about it. And it's not just the Xbox. It's the games I played. Well, <laughs> well uh, I mean, for instance, this last week, I wanted to play Rise before I sent it off to Josh. So I put it in there, and it start, And I, I found something kind of funny. Again, I think I'm just spoiled by PS4, because they do really have this part nailed more than Xbox does right now. Um, this be the um, install and go. Oh my god, the install. Oh. So you put the disc in, you actually have to hit the button for it to install. PS4 just starts installing. I know it's yeah. a minor thing, but I didn't realize that, so it had been sitting there for like 15 minutes. I'm like, oh crap. So I hit the button to install it. Okay, so it starts doing the install. It takes about roughly 45 minutes to an hour, and it shows the little bar, you know. And then all of a sudden it says, ready to launch. I'm like, oh, cool. And it, but I sh- it still showed like about twenty percent on the bar that still had to be installed. I'm like, oh, cool, you can start up. All right. So I hit launch, <clears throat> and I did this on a live stream, by the way. So I have video proof of this, and I'm not exaggerating. I get into it, and all of a sudden, there's uh, you know, you get to the menu, and I'm like, okay, well, let's start the camp- campaign. So I start the campaign. It goes to an install screen, and it's at fifty percent. Yeah. And it just sat there. And sat there and sat there, barely moved at all. So I'm on the live stream talking, 
And it never finished on the live stream. I actually stopped. I said, okay, I'm not going to do this anymore. And I stopped. It got to the end of it. And I went to launch it. And it wouldn't let me launch the game. I would just hit A incessantly. And it would just go blunk, 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 blunk. Never, never launch. Turn the system off. Turn it back on. Would not launch. So I deleted wow. it. And at that point, I'm like, you know what? Because I've, I've had a couple other problems. And I'm wondering maybe if it was just because the guy sent it. And, and there was something like sitting on the hard drive somewhere. I said, screw this. I'm going to do a factory reset. So I did a factory reset because I had the same problem with, with Plants vs. Zombies Garden Warfare. It took forever to install. Uh, so I did the factory reset, uh, did the install for Rise first. Again, took about an hour for the disc part to get done. Threw the game in, loaded it up again, and sure enough, I get the install screen again. Took uh, probably about another hour to install the rest of it. Finally got in, and, and then the game launched finally. So I got to work. So right there, my, my first impression is like, how do people put up with this? Because, I mean, even MLB, the show on PS4, has a really long install time. But most that of the people... That was a brutal it install. Was. I totally agree. <laughs> but if you're there to play Road to the Show, Road to the Show works. Which I wasn't. Install. I, I, again, I get it. <laughs> I play Road to the Show and MLB the Show. So at least for that one, I was like, oh, at least I can get into play. This yeah, I was like, oh crap, I can't play. <laughs> yeah, but on Rise, I couldn't do like why would it tell me if it's ready to launch when it's not ready to fucking launch? That's the problem. Like it tells me it literally said That's ready to launch. Yes. Say to your Xbone that you want to do it. Like you can say the words and everything. I don't want to do it because I don't want to turn turn my system on, but um <laughs> it will. If I say it right now, it'll turn on. Um but don't tell me it'll launch if you can just go to the menus because in the menus I couldn't do anything anyway except for set set like to invert my view because you couldn't play multiplayer it wouldn't work either it went to the load screen you couldn't do anything with your multiplayer character because you haven't earned any XP or any gold to do any uh, changes to your character anyway so literally it said ready to launch I could set it a menu for an hour instead of letting me. Wow. Do something else on my Xbox while it installed in the background. No, no. Go ahead and launch it. No, seriously, launch it. <laughs> He's got to launch it. <laughs> I mean, that's literally how I felt. So, in the UK, we had a TV advert recently with the guy who played Jesse from Breaking oh, Bad. It turns on this. Yeah, we've had the same thing here. It's yeah. doing it here, too. Yeah. And it happened to me. Wow. So funny. Yeah. <laughs> So if people don't know about that, though, explain what's, what's going on. Yeah, so basically in this TV commercial, um, the guys talk about how great Xbox is. And then the commercial, he goes, he goes, hey, you can just sit there and say, hey, Xbox on. And of course, when the Xbox hears the TV saying Xbox on, <coughs> Xboxes are turning on and switching your TV show off. Yep. Win. Yeah. <laughs> and it happened to me one day, which I thought was hilarious. Yeah. All of a sudden, I'm like, why is my Xbox? Oh, it's almost as, as good as the, the guy who trolled everybody yeah. on Xbox who played multiplayer games and called himself Xbox, awesome. Xbox off. Yes. Or Xbox shut down whatever it was. And he's, oh, oh, Xbox, Xbox off. Xbox off. Yeah. And, no, no. Xbox switches yeah. off. I still love the story that video about Yeah. I still love the story about the people in Insomniac when they first started working on Sunset Overdrive and people would get on the intercom and yell that. And all the Xboxes <laughs> would go off. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Uh, yeah. I bet Ted just 
Love that one. <laughs> yeah, that that video though is fantastic because he went into Call of Duty and you can hear everybody on the other end. Hey, check it out! That guy's name is Xbox Off. Oh no 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 no! Oh oh no no! <laughs> I start freaking out. Thing is, you know full well it comes to uh, November time when Firmware Two comes out for PS4. They're going to have better voice recognition, and as soon as got PlayStation on, PlayStation off, it's just going to go. Actually, you know what's funny? I actually have better luck with the PlayStation's recognition than I do with Xboxes right now. Because I don't. And the only time I use it, there's only one time that I use it on PlayStation. And that is when I want to go to my library, because on my menu, because I can't categorize anything, my library's all the way off to the right. So I don't want to scroll all the way over there, so I just say PlayStation library. And it goes right over to it. <laughs> and the cool thing is yeah. you don't have to have the camera. It'll do it it'll, with any microphone you have. How? Just plug the. It works with voice recognition, so you can have your just the little earbud plugged into the controller, and it'll work fine. Okay, I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah, works fine. Learn something new every day. Do do do. The more you know. Right on that note, I'm going to go to bed because I'm tired. Ooh, <laughs> I, I figured you were leaving because <laughs> you just tweeted. I did. It's two fifteen a.m. Ah, that's early for you. <laughs> At my age, <laughs> my tender years are forty-four years. Yeah, well, well, good luck with uh, the Gravity Crash Ultra launch. Uh, hopefully, it does very well. I, I should because it's awesome. Maybe it's a good price as well. It is, and there's a what twenty percent PlayStation Plus discount. Twenty percent yeah. PS Plus for two weeks at launch. Wow, yeah, that's crazy. I mean, it's, so, uh, basically, it's going to be like five, six dollars with insane. PS Plus. Yeah, $8.99 regularly. Uh, what's this? $8.99 regularly. €7.99 and £6.50. No, no. £5.50 or something. I can't remember the prices. It's, it's cheap. It's in the review. I've stopped. I've awesome. I'm not, the review. I'm awesome, not doing the review, so I don't care. I'll say it. I think it's freaking awesome. Yeah, <laughs> Thank you, sir. I think it's a really good update of it. Yeah. Uh, it's... It's everything Gravity Crash should be, was, is, and you wouldn't think a game like that could benefit from better lighting, but man, yeah. <laughs> it looks so cool with that lighting. So nice. Although yeah. I, I did give you some yeah, crap in there, it's, and it's not your fault, Stuart, and I know you. It, this is more of an inside joke, but uh, I took your list and kind of used that for all the new features and everything and then that I asked you for, and then um, oh, Jesus. there was the one about the anti-grav uh, ship, and I went, boo! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, we we did it on PSP for simple reason. I and I, I always remember this: some guy commented on the US blog site saying, "I hate this fucking game. Every time I let go of the stick, I crash." And I just replied with, "Well, the clues in the name of the game: Gravity, Gravity. Crash." Douchebag. <laughs> so, so, oh. <laughs> hey, you know, it's fun. I, I do like that. Like it. I do like that you have all those choices there, though, yeah. for the ships yeah. Yeah. right off the bat. So it's very cool. Yeah, it's we, nice. it's an option. Uh, we also we also tied it in with difficulty as well. So I don't know if you guys notice this when you're playing. If you play it on the, the anti grav ship, then the uh, the your bullets have slightly different um, strengths to them. Mm-hmm. So does your shields. Uh, also, the the if you do pickups, pick up special weapons, um, you get. Three, if you're on hard mode, i.e. traditional classic ship, or you get five if you're doing it on anti-grav ship. Wow. Okay. That kind of thing. But it's, huh. it's little tweaks in there for that. 
<laughs> I, I flat out refused to use the anti grav ship, so I have no yeah. idea. How I, I went straight it. to I went straight to old school classic nice. ship, and that's all I played as. I because that's what that I'm one. used to playing as. Yeah. So. I played as that one, and I did the the twin stick controls. Right. That's the only two I tried. And you well, reviewed well, you it. Did. How could you review it if you didn't play all the not, different ships? This I will is bullshit. Not do the anti grav. <laughs> I, I flat out refuse because it's an abomination. It's it shouldn't bullshit. be there. And I know why Stewart did it, and I'm not giving him shit for it. I'm giving people shit that no, require what? this anti grav ship. Uh, uh, I just it's want to an make abomination to wider audience. But that brings the score down. Yeah. <laughs> oh, dude, <laughs> gentlemen. <laughs> As usual, it's been an honor and a pleasure. Good to have you on again, man. And I'll speak to you guys soon. <laughs> Take care, everyone. We'll talk Bye. soon. Cheers. Cheers. Good night. All right. Now that we're dead, rid of that dead weight. <laughs> Was he from like Portugal? Some I don't know, whatever. Now we can talk about the news at least. How about that? Yay. Yay. It's it's the calm before the storm though, so I think we're gonna miss everything because we record the day before Gamescom. Yeah, but that'll be all right. Then we'll just have stuff to talk about next week. Yay! Right? Right? Yay! Hmm. All right. Well, I'll take the first one since obviously the next one is the one that you care about so much. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, it's from- humorous. <laughs> from the folks that uh, brought us the game Z Run on the uh, on the Vita, I believe it was, or on might have been the PSP even, doing a new Wait game a called Kill All Zombies, uh, which we have the trailer for and some screenshots and everything else up on the uh, on the website right now. Uh, looks like kind of one of those three fourths overhead perspectives, you know that sort of thing. Uh, and it says in the distant future, kill kill all zombies is thrusting civilization or civilians into a sport of survival where a ravenous zombie population is unleashed in the name of sports entertainment. But the potential, blah, blah, blah. Uh, Horde of over a thousand zombies. So it's like you're watching, it's kind of like you're watching Smash TV, but with zombies. Okay. That's I how I take it. Better than Z-Run was because Chaz gave Z-Run a four. Yeah, that wasn't a very good game. No. Uh, so they're saying hordes of zombies to fight on, on, on interactive changing arenas, live stream interactions, uh, so you can type stuff into affect the gameplay, multiple weapons and ammo types, powerful perks, stuff like that. So It does it sound different. Yeah, it, it, it looks interesting. It, it, I mean, I'll give it a try, I guess, even though it's a zombie game, but it sounds like it's pretty different. Yep. Okay. Sort of the say, so they say at least. So, All right. Get on to the next one. I know so, you're going to want to talk about this a lot. A lot, yeah. Um, <laughs> I just, I, it it cracks me up. Uh, Farming Simulator 15 is coming to the PS3. Yay! Yeah. So their press release, they mentioned that it is a genuine publishing phenomenon. Uh, yeah. Over 2 million copies sold worldwide with the last version on PS3, 360, PC, and Mac. That's crazy. Okay. That is crazy. Yeah. It's so, yeah, all right. Reading the press release, Farming Simulator confounded all expectations by becoming a real bestseller. <laughs> Even they're like, what the hell? <laughs> whoa, whoa. We didn't expect this to sell. What the, what the hell's going on here? We were yeah, just paid so, by a tractor company in, U- in the Ukraine to make it. 
Uh, it's a new graphics and physics engine, new visual effects, new interface, new gameplay mechanics, and a new and vast game environment. See, <laughs> new physics engine I, meaning, hey, we put physics in it. Well, yeah, that would make a difference. I, but that's the thing. I, I'm interested to see what they've changed because they've always skimped a bit on the visuals and everything. And they're talking about new visual and effects, new visual effects, new interface, which would be good. New gameplay mechanics, which would be welcome. So yeah, it sounds like they're on the right track. Uh, I, I, I wonder, you know, yeah, it's weird that this has taken off the way it has. Uh, but I wonder if they're going to like rock band themselves to death, you know, where they're bringing out one. It seems like every eight <laughs> months or so, there's a new one out. Um, new DLC is like uh, you can grow silage, you can grow wheat, you can raise chickens well, or sheep. That's all different DLC. Well, different versions of each one. No, you know what you'll get? You'll get the the add-ons where it's like a full tractor setup with the seat and the, the steering wheel and everything, and you have to work that. And then you have somebody on the um, the thresher, uh, and they could be working that next to you. Um, <laughs> now, all right, so what they've added, uh, additional equipment... Um, which is made by famous manufacturers such as Case IH or eh, eh. Uh, I think that's Deutz Case Farr, International Harvester. Deutschfar and Lamborghini. Uh, so get well, your Lamborghini tractor, tractor out. Company. Yeah. That's right. That's uh, nice. pretty crazy. So it's coming. Be ready, yeah. people. <laughs> is your body ready? Yes. So I know one that, that Josh is really excited for. Oh, yeah. And actually, I am, I am too after watching this. Uh, Metro Redux. So this is uh, Metro Last Light and Metro 2033 uh, as one package being repackaged uh, up for the new systems, the Xbox One, PS4, etc. And remastered. And, what's that? And remastered. And remastered, yeah. Uh, they've actually retooled some of the uh, the... The things that are happening in the game, they uh, redid the AI, all kinds of stuff. So they put a really pretty lengthy video out uh, that we've got up on the website showing the differences between you know the original versions and what it looks like now. And uh, wow, it looks really good. Yeah, it really it looks does. Really good. Uh, I'm really excited for it. I'm actually trying to get to my old review right now because I remember one of the biggest problems I had, it, it was one of those games where it felt like it wasn't quite baked. It wasn't quite done. Yeah. Um, like it was great and I loved it, but it felt like it needed another six months of work. Um, just to clean some things up. I had problems where I was walking right through characters at, at, right. In, at points. Um, but I don't expect that in this, especially from what I've seen in the videos. Oh, it looks, yeah. it just looks so amazing. It does. Um, it looks fantastic. So yeah, I'm very, very excited. It, the, the original game looked fantastic as, as it was. Um, well, I mean, the nice thing is though, you know, that was on PS3. Now we've got it on PS4 with all the extra horsepower and everything else. Obviously the CPU is only half the, half the speed, but <laughs> yeah, 
I'm just taking a little shot at Stuart there. Uh, but it's cool. I mean, it, it comes out in August, end of August, uh, for forty nine ninety nine for both games. Uh, or they're twenty five bucks a piece on PSN if you want to buy them separately. So that's awesome. It's really yeah. It's really awesome because uh, the original game did not make it to the PS3 or PlayStation platforms at all. It was uh, three sixty and PC only right. game. So if you're just a PlayStation gamer, you never got to play the first one. Uh, which is really cool that they're putting both of them together in this package. The, w- the one thing I really liked was that they showed some sections where you would see kind of a door sitting there, but you couldn't go through it, yeah. even though it looked like you could. And now they've actually extended some of those areas out. Yeah. I think that's really cool how they did that. So here's my my problems that I had with the first one. There was screen tearing. Uh, the shadows were downright ugly. Yeah. Um. And in the cramped areas of the Metro, while most characters would yell at me to get out of the way, I had a few walk right through me, giving me an intimate look at their inner polygons and hollow bodies. <laughs> that is hot. Yeah. I, I still gave it a nine because I thought it was freaking awesome. Um, yeah. But, you know, it there were, there were some issues with it. You know, it, it really felt uh, like it needed a little bit more work. And I'm excited that they're redoing it for the PS4. It's going to have much better visuals from that video. Wow. Uh, and I'm assuming <laughs> it's going to play, you know, just as good, if not better. Uh, the Ranger mode is back, which everybody was bitching about in the first time. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they're, and I think they added another mode. They, they added another mode. And I'm trying to remember what it was called. You were, you said that and I was just like, uh, yeah. But I think it's just another really hard mode. Yeah, a super oh, where it takes, hard. Yeah. Is Ranger the one where they take all the gooey away too? Yeah. Okay, yeah. I think you're right. I think the other one's Ranger. But I, I oh, think the Ranger other one was that. on top of that, which was even yeah. harder. Um, so I, I watched this a few days ago. I don't remember. Yeah, for the hardcore people, I think you're really going to love this package. I, I I think it's great. It's a, it's a great f- price for two games remade, really, for the PS4. It's... They're good and games. they're not just walkthrough games. I mean, they're, no. they're pretty difficult because yeah. uh, there's a lot of resource management. In it. And obviously not as much as The Last of Us, but there's resource mm. management. And, and it's not just the, the flat-out shooter like, like a lot of the other games are. It's, it's similar to The Last of Us in that uh, the, the bullets are very scarce down there. And you can, but it's not three bullets scarce no. like in Last of Us. Not quite. But, uh, you know, there's... <sighs> It's a world that there's been no manufacturing for decades, you know, so really what you've got is bullets that people have made down there in the subway tunnels, Um, or you can buy with money you acquire during the gameplay, you can buy a couple like really good bullets, like proper machine made bullets from way back that are still available and super scarce. Uh, they're much more effective, but they're ridiculously expensive. I don't think I bought a single fancy bullet the entire time. <laughs> I went with the crap bullets, and I was constantly running out of them because they suck. They're just crappy bullets, and yeah. they really, unless you're getting good headshots in and some of these monsters, it's hard to figure out where the head is, let alone get a good headshot in. <laughs> um <laughs> But yeah, it's it's a really really cool game. It's just soaked in atmosphere. It's and 
I mentioned it in the original review, the attention to detail is off the charts. Uh, mm-hmm. When you walk around, when you start up there in that, in those cramped subway tunnels and you're walking around and looking at everything that's around you, I, I can't wait to see it with the updated visuals. It's going to be great. And that all new lighting. Oh, it's going to be nice. Yeah. It's going to be nice. Yeah. Boy, this is just news suited for you pretty much. Yes, it is. all about you too. Yep. Hatsune Miku. Project week of Josh. F second has a release date. Nice. Yay. November 18th in North America for the PS3 and Vita. Physical copies are coming. Nice. It appears because there are pre-order bonuses at GameStop. Where oh. Hey, we have a link for them. Oh, yeah, we do. Just saying. Uh, that should, I'm going to put that in this article. I'm gonna... that's, exa- that's actually why we got the GameStop link, because somebody wanted to do the pre-order bonus for Gran Turismo 6 at GameStop. I'm going to fix the messed up missing screenshot in this article. Oh. And I'm going to add that GameStop link uh, because GameStop pre-orders get two extra character modules. Uh, the extra character pack containing Akita, Niru, Yawani, Haku, and Kasani Teto. Of course. As well as Hatsune Miku's Americana module. With the Americana Oh, I've got to buy it now. That's right. <laughs> Dude, this game, it's it's... It's rock band on acid, basically. No, I get it, and I I really like watching it. We were we were playing it at uh, at round one in L.A. There, yeah. I've I've seen other people play it. It's just not for me. Yeah, it's it's a rhythm game, and those the icons come in from every which way all over the screen, and they curve their way across the screen. And there's particle effects going off everywhere, and it's it becomes so freaking hard to follow. It's crazy. It's but you got Crazy those awesome fun. K-pop videos in the background. Well, yeah, that's yeah. that's the fun of it. Yeah. Well, it's J-pop, man. Or J-pop. I thought it was K-pop. No. Mm. It's Japanese. Somebody lied to me. They told me it was K-pop. It's Japanese. I'm gonna I'm gonna blame Chris from PSN Stores on that because I think he told me it was K-pop. Uh, and I said, "Isn't it Japanese? It's K-pop." Somebody told me that. I don't think he's right because for the written oh, I'm, review, I'm pretty sure you're right. That I. Did I finish the written review? I don't know if I ever finished it. <gasps> I'll have to go back and look. If I didn't, I'll have to actually go back and finish it. Um, <laughs> maybe I finished one and not the other because there was a PS3 and then a Vita version. Um, but in one of them, whichever one it was I was working on, uh, wait, there's the PS3 version. Hang on. Hang on. I I, I went into detail about the background of where this all came from and everything. Yeah. Um, yeah. Main character is already a star in Japan, having been created back in 2007 using Yamaha's Vocaloid technology. Yeah. Which is essentially created and sold as a singer in a box. Yep. Yeah. And I, I get into all that. I explain the whole thing, how <laughs> she's been used for advertising ranging from Domino's to Toyota and even Google Chrome and featured in magazines, race cars, and her own manga now, of course, video. Well, games. I mean, we, we, I think we, I don't know if I ever played the audio from it, but I, didn't I show that video to people at uh, MGC this year? Or was somewhere where uh, there's a Domino's pizza commercial on YouTube. And it's like this stuffy white guy business dude. And he's like, have you heard about Hatsune Miku? 
And it, it's so bad, and it's so creepy at the same time. And it's all this Hatsumiku stuff on, like, Domino's pizza boxes and everything, and how you can use the phone app, and, and it pops something up in, like, you know, the, the AR stuff. That's funny. But it's just, like, the, the whitest guy possible, like, mid-40s, early-50s, businessman guy. <laughs> I like Hatsunamiku, you know. And, oh, God. So uncomfortable. So look it up, YouTube. Uh, Japanese Domino's Pizza commercial, Hatsunamiku. And I have my arcade card. I actually just found it, like, t- over this past weekend. I was cleaning <laughs> something up, and I was like, there's that card. I bought it. You cared about it so much that you couldn't even yeah. find it for a month and a half. It was like eight bucks to buy the card, but yeah. it was worth it because now I can tap it to the arcade, the one arcade machine in North America. <laughs> I can tap it. To <laughs> that you live 3,500 miles away from. Exactly. <laughs> when I go back out there, I can tap it to that arcade machine and all my stats are right there and I can just continue. It's awesome. Oh, God. <laughs> it's so cool. <laughs> they might have one in New York. I don't know. I mean, there's a couple of arcades uh, in New York. Yeah, there's a couple of arcades that there's are kind one of in basement arcades. Yeah. I don't know. I have to go look. Yeah, I've seen I've seen articles on a few of them. Yeah. There are. You just don't know where to look. No, I, I know where to look. I just don't have the time or energy to go there and look. <laughs> and you don't, have enough, you don't have enough ground effects or lights in the bottom of your Prius to go there? I got a switch. <laughs> switch? <laughs> got the kid under there. Put that light in there. Yeah. No, over there. Yeah. All right, let's get to what we're playing and stuff. Uh, I guess I'll start this week, since I have that whole review and review thing. Uh, so, played some more of the X-Bone, uh, like I said about Rise. Um, but at first, because when I was waiting for Rise to install, uh, one of the free with gold games this month is this Crimson, I think it's called Crimson Dragon. Oh yeah, I downloaded yeah. that, I didn't do anything with it. I saw the reviews. The the reviews on Xbox Live were like pretty sketchy on it. <laughs> well, it's it's from the guy that did Panzer Dragoon. So I was like, "Ooh, Panzer Dragoon. I like that game. I like that series." Um first off, it looks like it was a game that was originally designed for the 360 and they kind of retooled it for the Xbox One. And uh from some reading, it looks like I'm right. Uh, it's kind of clunky. I mean, it, it's decent enough. It's not a broken game by any means, but by any means. But if you're expecting another Panzer Dragoon, yeah, you're not getting another Panzer Dragoon. Uh, kind of bored uh, with it. I got bored pretty quickly, actually. I probably went farther than I thought I would. Uh, there's actually a replay up on our Twitch channel that I'll have to put on YouTube. Uh, if people don't know, uh, Twitch actually decided to change a bunch of stuff the other day. So we have 60 days to get a bunch of our stuff off of YouTube. And or I mean off of Twitch where it's all saved, uh, and get it over to YouTube. So that's why what? I apologize if you're a Twitter follower or if you uh, subscribe to our YouTube channel because I didn't realize that. So Twitch has this thing where when you export it, obviously YouTube has a two-hour limit. So you, Twitch has this thing when you export it to split up the video for you. Well, I didn't realize it was going to split it up into 97 parts. It does it in 15-minute increments for some stupid-ass reason. But the problem was we had some great stuff from Extra Life last year, and I didn't want to lose it. Yeah. And there's no way – well, somebody actually shot me a a program to try, uh, but it only works on Windows, and I don't have a lot of hard drive space on my Windows side of my laptop, so i got to get my desk organized. But um, there's no easy way to just export the file and grab it, you know, like an FLV file or something. So I didn't have any choice. 
So I, I did the export to YouTube, and all of a sudden, like, all these tweets were going on. I'm like, what the shit? So I went to YouTube really quick, and I turned it off so that it doesn't uh, tweet when we do a YouTube video. So, again, I apologize. Uh, it wasn't my intention to spam everybody, but we definitely wanted to keep some of that stuff because we have all that Red Dead Redemption. We've got all kinds of stuff. So Stoffinator was very nice and actually went out and created a playlist for that for Extra Life 2013 and added all those videos to it. So thank you, Stoff, for doing that. I, that was uh, very nice of him to do. Uh, but then I got to play some Rise. Uh, it's beautiful. I, I will never discount uh, the visuals in the game. It looks great. Uh, it, I don't like the camera angle, though. It's like this fisheye lens when you're playing. And I was seriously getting motion sick a little bit, which I never do in video games. It was, I don't know if it was motion sickness or what, but it was, it was bothering me. Um, gameplay is what we kept hearing. It, it's mash, 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 mash. Uh, I, I got really bored with it after about two hours, so I stopped playing. Uh, but it is gorgeous. It's, it's beautiful. Uh, then played some Ho'ohokam, which we'll be talking about after the break. Uh, Gravity Crash Ultra, which we'll be talking about after the break. Uh, some Battlefield 4. So um, <clears throat> I put the new hard drive in. So I, I bought a one terabyte hybrid drive. So the hybrid drive is 64 gigs of SSD and then a regular hard drive on top of that. Uh, and, and what you get out of that is you obviously can't get a two terabyte version of it. Uh, so it's not just the standard two terabyte drive, but you uh, on paper get some performance uh, out of the out of the drive. So I wanted to go that route. I wanted to see like how much that affected things on the PS4 and if it's worth it or if it's just worth going out and getting a two terabyte drive right away. <clears throat> so first off, installing a drive and getting it going went perfectly, Josh. Huh. Well, it went perfectly. Well, it never works for me. <laughs> I, I understand that. And there are some models out there that don't work. I don't know if you just had to run a bad luck or what, but I'm, I'm just saying this one worked perfectly. I went out and downloaded the uh, 1.75, I think it is, firmware, the newest firmware. Uh, there's, a, there's a version of it that you want to get when you put a new hard drive in. Uh, there's a special page you can go to. It'll walk you through there, everything you need to do. So I grabbed that ahead of time, put the drive in, rebooted. It went into safe mode right away. said, this, you know, this drive isn't formatted. Do you want me to format it? Uh, put the USB drive in there. It grabbed the firmware, installed it. Boom, I was up and running really quickly. Uh, you know, I had to go in and set up my user account and all that stuff again. Uh, had no problems at all. Uh, and then it was funny, though, because, you know, I have to download all the, all the stuff again. And I didn't realize this, and apparently it has been around for a while <clears throat> but if you have the digital version of a game, so I have the digital version of Battlefield because I uh, forgot the disc one time and I was going to be gone for two weeks and I just couldn't be without my Battlefield 4 for two <laughs> weeks. So I bought, I bought the digital version. Um, and Zen Pinball 2 obviously is digital and there's a ton of content for it. So I was very surprised when I went to my library and clicked to download Battlefield and all of a sudden another screen popped up and it listed all of my DLC for it and said, do you want to select any of this too? That's awesome. And I could hit select all and hit download. That's perfect. It's amazing. I, I never, but it's only for digital versions as far as I can see, uh, which is kind of weird. You would think it would be able to at least tool in and say, oh, you own this game too. But uh, the funny thing is there's so much for Zen Pinball 2 that it actually filled my download list and said I have too much. <laughs> but... When something would download and install, it would actually add the next one to the list. That's super sweet. I couldn't believe it. Because it was a huge pain in the ass dealing with that on the PS3. I know. And I was flipping. I even tweeted it. I was flipping out. I'm like, oh, my God, this is awesome. 
the funny thing was I didn't realize how much uh, just raw data Battlefield 4 is. I mean, the install itself is big. Then you've got the update file. It's like a gig and a half. Then each map pack is roughly from about two and a half to five gig each. So downloading Battlefield 4 pretty much took half a day. (laughs) (laughs) But it wasn't that bad. Uh, So, so far, having great luck with it. The performance is, it's weird. Like, my PS4 boots up really fast now. Like, in a couple of seconds, it's booted up. Uh, But I don't really see any performance increase in games themselves yet. I think the games do load up a little bit faster. I seem to be getting into matches in Battlefield 4 a little bit quicker than everybody else on my team, which is cool. Uh, Where I do see some benefit, though, is when I'm scrolling right and left on the menu where it would normally, like, have to load up. It seems to load very quickly now. That sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm just not... I want to wait another week and just... Well, it's going to be two weeks since I won't have time on my PS4 this week. But uh, I want to wait a little while longer and just kind of keep an eye on it. Maybe even go get my other PS4 and hook it up and have it on another input and like time things. Uh, I mean, the boot up time is very noticeable. It's, it's just boom, it's up. Uh, but I just don't know if it's worth sticking to a terabyte for most people. For the performance gain compared to just having the raw two terabytes. Yeah, I'd rather have a raw two terabytes personally. Right. So, uh, you know, let me let me keep an eye on it a little bit more. Uh, but I'm thinking right now for most people, I'm thinking the two terabyte road is the way to go. Uh, there's just not a two terabyte hybrid drive available. That's all. Uh, there's not even a 1.5 right now, actually. There's one, but it's really expensive. So right now I'm saying maybe just go that route. Uh, I know some people have suggested some on the Facebook group. I'm thinking maybe when we get our new forums up, we're going to have a section in the forums for how do I dot, dot, dot. And it's going to be all the, you know, what drive to get, how do I put a new hard drive in, how do I do this, how do I do that. And we want to put all that technical stuff in one forum. So uh, that's what we'll probably do is move some of that information there. And also we will be um, putting our old forums to read-only and they'll be there as an archive if anybody wants to see anything. It uh, will be possible. Okay, cool. It's possible. So anyway, uh, yeah, so played some more Battlefield 4. We actually had some pretty good matches. We had, uh, it was a double XP weekend that nobody knew about. They didn't announce it, nothing, and it was double XP. So I uh, got on and played quite a bit over the weekend as much as I could. Saturday I was at a beer festival all day, so it was really Friday night and Sunday. Uh, but, man, had some great matches, uh, really had a lot of fun. Also, I've been playing, again, just a ton of The Last of Us Remastered online. Uh, I'm actually doing pretty well at it, too, so I'm actually kind of impressed with myself because I was never that good at it before. Oh, one other thing for BF4 before I forget. Uh, And somebody messaged me the same day I found this out. (laughs) Uh, They now added the option a mere, what, nine months, ten months after release. They finally added an option so that you can switch your, uh, your aiming and fire to R1 and L1. They literally just added that in the last patch. <laughs> God damn you. So I switched over to it. Now the problem is I'm so used to using R2 and L2 that I kept screwing up last night. But uh, I'm, I'm keeping it that way. Uh, yeah, Last of Us Remastered, awesome online. I am a little perplexed. And I, I can't remember if you brought this up a little bit last week, but the fact that they're going to be releasing some new DLC maps for the, the remastered, and they're going to cost money. Mm. I don't really like that. Yeah. 
just for the fact that you know this is supposed to be this definitive version with everything in it, and now they're going to do more DLC. And people are like blaming Naughty Dog. Don't forget that Sony owns Naughty Dog, folks. It's not Naughty Dog's decision. It's it's Sony's. Put the blame where it belongs. Uh, some more tabletop racing. Still having a great time with that game. Uh, trying to get through some of the uh, some of the more challenging little events here and there. Uh, played some more pure pool. Played some online with Stoffinator. We've been hearing reports that people are like crashing out of the game and all kinds of stuff. Uh, besides the fact that the interface is a little weird, Stoff and I had some great matches online. Uh, the only problem was voice chat wasn't working. So it was showing a microphone and it was showing activity, but he couldn't hear me and I couldn't hear him. So I don't know what was going on. Uh, they have said that they're going to be patching the games off soon, though, too. So maybe, hopefully, that'll fix that problem. I like the game a lot. Uh, it's just, it's kind of thin on, on options right now, or modes. So I'm hoping they add some more of that stuff, but really enjoying it. And the online, when we were playing, when he and I were playing, was fine. It rang great. So that's at least what we can tell you. Uh, and then watched one thing, and I put this on Facebook. Uh, last night, I don't know what it was, but it was on Netflix. Uh, pulled up Paul T- Paul Thomas Anderson's uh, The Master with uh, with uh, Joaquin Phoenix and uh, oh, what's his name that just died? Shit, <laughs> huh? I'm forgetting his name. Uh, it was the guy that died a couple months ago. The actor, um, shit, uh, Al Lois. No, <laughs> Grandpa Al. <laughs> <laughs> he would have he would have been really good in that movie. <laughs> Uh, so this is basically kind of loosely veiled around Scientology. Uh, mm. uh, Philip Seymour Hoffman. <laughs> so Philip Seymour Hoffman. <laughs> what? Did you ever see? Uh, who was it? It was one of those models or somebody was thrown on the red carpet to talk to people as they came down the red carpet. Oh, God. And she kept calling him Philip Seaman Hoffmore. <laughs> So awesome. She's like, and here's Philip Seaman Hoffmore. Oh my God. You have one job, lady. One job. God. The audio is spectacular. I'll have to find that. Uh, he's brilliant in it. I mean, he, he really is brilliant. But, you know, most uh, Paul Thomas Anderson movies, for me, I just don't like them. You know, and, and There Will Be Blood, I, th- I still think it's his best movie. Oh, I love that movie so much. God, I love that movie. This one, it's just, like, the performances are phenomenal from Phoenix, which I don't even like uh, uh, Joaquin Phoenix that much normally. I liked him in Gladiator and a couple other things, but more, most of the time I don't like him too much. He's great in this, and Hoffman's great in this, but the story just meanders so much. You don't know what the hell is going on at the time. You don't even know what the motivation is at the beginning, it just it just meanders. That's all it does, and how it ends is just stupid. It, it literally just stupid. So beautifully shot. It's actually on sixty five millimeter stock, which is rare for a movie nowadays. Uh, it, it's beautiful. It's as as all of his movies are just shot wonderfully, just gorgeous. I love the use of color. I love the use of lighting. Everything about it, but except for the damn story, which is kind of key to this movie. Uh, I mean, there's some, you can tell there's some real shots at Scientology and, and how it started and everything else there. And, and they do it in such a creative way, you know, where the guy that's playing Hoffman's son, uh, tells Phoenix's character, like, you know, he's just making this up as he goes. 
And to me, that tells that, that that's exactly what happened with L. Ron Hubbard. Hubbard's son, who ran things for a long time, got out of it and went on TV back in like 73 and basically said, it's all a lie. It's all, you know, here's all the proof. And, and there was this big court battle about it and everything else. And to me, that was kind of that little shot at Scientology here and there. And it, it just, it really paralleled a lot of things that you read about in Scientology. So, and I know there's no Scientologists out there listening to this because I've sworn on the show before and I know that's not allowed. So their, their, their filter probably grabbed it. <laughs> I don't know. Nice. Uh, but, you know, that's the thing. I, I really wanted to see it, and I kept hearing from some people, like, oh, it's not, not the greatest. And But I saw it on Netflix, and I said, well, hell, I already paid for it, so I'll take a look. And, yeah, it just, I mean, the ending was just god-awful. Absolutely atrocious. Didn't make any sense at all. Mm-hmm. So, very disappointing. Don't waste your time. Well, Honestly. Just watch There Will Be Blood again. I found out that that clip was actually... Uh, an E post Oscar party. Oh God! What what bimbo do they put on a, on the on the so, red carpet? No, it was it wasn't even a red carpet thing. They were just walking around talking to people, and it was oh, Serena God. Williams. Wait, the tennis player? Yes, uh, that makes sense. And she she kept saying because he had just won the uh, best actor, and she mm. was all excited for Philip Seaman Hoffmore over and over again. Oh. <laughs> Well, when you take horse steroids every day. (laughs) I don't want to get near those women. They'll kick the crap out of me. Yep. Yeesh. They are uh, built. Anyway. So that's it for me. All right. (laughs) All right, Uh, sir. I'll one-up you. Hardly. Uh... Because we don't talk about games, and I'm not going to talk about games. No, no, we don't. Um, a little bit. I, I played a little more Ratchet and Clank because I needed to check on some things, obviously. Sure. And I am enjoying them very much. Uh, but I'll do a quick review uh, when we get there. Okay. Uh, I played Mario Kart 8 for the first time, finally. Oh, my God. Yeah. What would you think? Uh, it's pretty sweet. Uh, what I don't like is it just drops you in the game and really doesn't tell you anything about any of the controls at all. So I spent the first couple of races just trying to figure out what did what. And then I finally just went back out to the, to the home screen and pulled up the digital, uh, manual. (laughs) (laughs) Real men don't read instructions. Real stupid men. So, yeah, I had to go through and figure out, okay, this is what, and you do the, okay, there it is. Okay. Um, but, uh, it's pretty sweet. It, it looks really nice. Uh, plays really nice. There's some cool tracks on there. Some crazy tracks. Yeah. So yeah, I, I like it so far. Nice. Um, me too. Very cool. Uh, I did get to turn on my PS4 briefly. (laughs) <laughs> wow. Why'd you have to check the time or no. Oh, you know, I had a major problem with it though. Uh Oh, um, so all these random friend requests are popping up. And- so <laughs> there's the PS4 in the bedroom. There's the PS4 downstairs. Uh, uh-huh. when I was doing last of us downstairs, um, uh, my, when I started it, my controller was almost, the battery was almost dead. 
I'm like, fuck. And I didn't want to charge it and wait and everything. So, or find a cord that I, cause I don't have a cord long enough and I don't want to be, sit right next to the TV. Uh, so I ran upstairs to the bedroom, grabbed the controller, brought it down and plugged that in. So all well and good. <laughs> Let me guess it's still turned on the other PS4. No. Oh, okay. When I did turn on the other PS4 the other night or just over the weekend, it came right up and said, Hey, there's a firmware update. press the PS button to, you know, use the controller. And I went, uh, okay. So we went back downstairs, grabbed a controller, plugged it in, press the button, nothing. (laughs) Grabbed the other controller, plugged it in, press the button, nothing. Oh, geez. I could not get a controller to sync to save my freaking life. Wow. And I'm like, well, now what do I do? I was like, all right, I'll boot into safe mode. So I boot into safe mode, and the first thing it says is press the <laughs> PS button on the controller to do anything. And I'm like, you got to be fucking kidding me. Yeah, I couldn't get this to work at all. Did you finally fix it? I finally fixed it by grabbing I, – because I tried two different uh, plugs, two different USB plugs. Neither of them worked. I finally found a third one, and that one worked. Weird. And I don't know if that one is quote unquote the official Sony one that came with the system. It might be. For some odd reason, that was the only one that would connect anything at all. Yeah. Um, And the other strange thing, before all that happened, one of my PS4 controllers completely died. It would not take a charge at all, no matter what I did. So I was like, well, this is bullshit and i called up sony and they're like oh yeah no problem just here's an address send it here we'll send you a new one holy shit yeah because i mean the system hasn't even been out a year so it's not like well i'm really glad you brought that up because one of my controllers the battery is just not it's holding a charge but it's definitely it doesn't last as long as the other controllers i have Mm mm-hmm so I bet you that's the same thing where the battery is just crap on it. Could be. I would call them because that's what I did. It And it was super simple. They Just immediately they were like, okay, yep. All right, so what you do, here's the address. We're going to send you an email. It's going to have all the information. Just print this out and put it in a box and send it off and we'll send oh. you a new one. And that was it. Very nice. And I got did you my, get the new controller yeah, quickly? Yeah, very quickly. Within a nice. couple of days. Um, I wonder if these people that are having this problem with – the rubber coming off on the controller stick, if they can do the same thing. Probably. Oh, yeah, I'm I, sure it, they can. It does sound like it's more of the, the first run of the controllers is what really was affected. Yeah. Well, hmm. I'm sure you could. I mean, because it's a it's a defective controller. There's a problem there. So they they would replace it, you know? Yeah. That's good to know. I'll have to, I'll have to give them a call. Yeah, they're very quick Because I definitely it. have one that the battery just does not last. It probably lasts about half as long as the rest of them. Yeah. Of course, I have five controllers. But of course. Did you see that Amazon has the blue one listed for Tuesday? Do they really? Yeah. Huh. I was going to order one, but I'm going to be gone. So I wasn't going to be here to get it. So I figured I'd wait until I get back. I'm not really sold on those yet. I think they look ugly, but, you know, I thought... Yeah, but I want one just to differentiate it. But I thought the PS3 colored ones looked ugly until I saw one in person at MGC, and I was like, oh, fuck, I have to have that. <laughs> and then didn't I bought them see, all. Didn't you see them at, uh, at E3? They had them up in the case. I saw them at E3, and I still wasn't really sold on them. Well, I liked them. I thought the red one looked really good. Yeah, yeah but I want one for... 
So I know this one is for that PS4 all the time. Because, mm. again, with five of them, I'm getting confused. Well, my PS4, well, that was the thing. I, I had two in boxes, and I pulled them out. Because I was trying everything to get that one upstairs working. Yeah. And it was making me mental. Because uh, I'm thinking, oh my gosh, am I going to have to send back this PS4 now? Am I going to have to go through this all over again? Oh, jeez. And I didn't. I got it working. But I, you know, I keep two upstairs in the drawer with that and I keep two down here. Um, well, see, but again, that's kind of a, a unique issue. And I'm not, I'm not justifying it or anything else. But <laughs> when you think about it, you have kind of a unique issue. You have multiple PS4s in the house. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. So it, it's not like a lot of people would have it unregistered and, and on another PS4. Exactly. Again, not justifying it. Just unless, be realistic about it. Unless you take it to your, your DualShock to a friend's house. Again. Yeah, I know. Not saying it won't happen. I'm just saying it's uncommon. It How is. That? No, I know that. I know. Well, that was the whole thing. I looked online to see if anybody was having the same problem. And I'm like, well, nobody's having this problem because who's got two PS4s and is doing this? It's exactly. <laughs> <was> like, this <laughs> sucks. <laughs> and I'm like, how am I going to figure this out? <laughs> so then I was trying to figure out how am I going to call Sony up and explain this to them? They're going to be like, you, wait, you what? <laughs> <laughs> so, and actually this brings up something really interesting too. Um, so I had to redo my, my PS4 with a new hard drive and I set it up because I have the camera hooked up again. So I set it up so it'll log me with my face. Mm-hmm. Well, it always wants you to have the controller out and the light showing. Well, I have the yep. controller I was using has one of those stickers on it. <laughs> and guess what? Sitting on my couch, it does not recognize it. <laughs> but I have this new chair from Sumo, the, you know, the beanbag chairs that we, we have. Yep. So I have this new chair for review here that's not a beanbag chair, actually. Um, and I've been using it because my new apartment, I sit so far from the TV I'm having a hard time playing like Battlefield with it and, and just like overall a couple of games just because I like being closer to the TV. Because you can't see because of your eyes. No, it's, <laughs> it's you're weird old. because even even when I was sitting closer, I would I, I it's really weird. Like I have to be sitting on the edge of the seat. If I lean back and I'm leaning back, I have a really hard time playing shooters. But if I'm sitting up, it's it's fine. Well, it's that one foot difference with your crappy eyes. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> Go to the optician next week. Fuck you. I still have insurance till the end of the month. Um, so Sumo sent the, it was so funny because I had just moved into the apartment and I noticed that I'm like, God, I'm going to have to bring the beanbag chair because I still have it in my house and it's huge, you know, and, and I don't even think I can get it in the car, honestly. I just, maybe mm-hmm. in the trunk. I don't know because it's humongous. Uh, I think it's bigger than the one you have actually because you have. Mine is not big. Yeah, you kind of have that smaller one. Mine is like a little tiny chair. Yeah, this one um, uh, Cracker Jack actually used to sleep in at Xbox <laughs> a couple years ago. <laughs> so um, this is the Omni Reloaded, and it's not a beanbag chair, though. So it's more like, <clears throat> I don't know if you remember, like, growing up, or you might even have now, like, those those beach chairs you can get where you can fold them in a couple spots. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know, kind of like that. So it's kind of like that, but it doesn't have legs on it. So it just sits on the ground. And it's actually made with, like, the material on it is made to be more, uh, is made to be waterproof. So you can actually take these to the beach, you know, because nerds love going to the beach. Um, But you can take it to the beach, you can do everything else with it, and it actually comes with a carrying bag and very easy to transport, unlike the beanbag chairs. Uh, So it's nice. And and 
surprisingly, they asked me what color I wanted it in, too. And I noticed uh, the blue was kind of like the PlayStation blue. So I got the blue color. Um, Nerd. So I got it. And you can actually, like, you know, you can you can bend it up where your legs are so you, you can have them, you know, kind of stuck up a little bit. Or you can have them flat out. Oh, I see it. I'm looking at it on the website. Yeah. <clears throat> and so it's it's like this padding and everything else with the waterproof uh, covering. And then it's, I don't think it's made with aluminum. It, it's really, really strong, uh, whatever the, the, the skeleton's made out of. Because uh, you don't even feel a give at all. Like, it, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm a bigger guy. I'm bigger than you. I'm losing weight, but I'm still bigger than you. And I don't feel any give at all when I sit on the thing. That's crazy. How is that? It's, it's like I the know. one I have. Like, it doesn't look like it would ever support you. It looks like it would, right. you would fall right backwards in it, but it doesn't no. move. No, uh, and and the thing is, it's got that same clicky thing, so you can click it up a couple spots, whatever oh, wow, else. Look at that! And even better is where your head is. You can pull that forward, so yeah. it holds your, your head forward while you're playing games. That looks nice. Yeah. So, and I'll bring it for extra life, so you can try it out. Um, <laughs> so I can try it for a couple hours and then see it, or I can leave disappear. it there if you like it and I have my B-Mag chair here by then. Ooh. Bitch, 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 bitch. <laughs> Jesus. You're going to tease and take it away. <laughs> no, I'll bring it. Um, so it, I, I really like it and I, I've been playing, I've been using it like every night since I got it. Like two, probably two weeks ago. And I was going to read the review this week but now I have family stuff going on and I have to go down to Kansas City for a few days. So uh, so I got to leave. As soon as the podcast is uploaded tomorrow, I'm leaving. I'm going to Kansas City. So but I wanted to mention it on the podcast because I've been using it. I forgot to talk about it last week, but uh, it's great. Like, I, I sit there, and, and it's nice and close to the TV. It's really comfortable. The only problem I have with it is, and it's a problem, it's a personal thing, is because there's no legs on it or anything. So me, with my shitty legs mm. and my shitty hip, trying to get off the thing every now and then is kind of a pain in the butt. Yeah. So I kind of have to roll over on my knees and then stand up, you know, because it's, it's flat on the ground. Yeah. But it is. It's really comfortable. Uh, I mean, I've been gaming on this thing for, you know, full sessions, like five, six-hour sessions. And it's very comfortable. So, so far, I'm really liking it. A little pricey, though. Well, all the sumo stuff is. Yeah. um, But it's quality, you know? It is quality. quality. I mean, literally, like, the first thing when I got it, and and it's pretty light, and I got it, I'm like, boy, is this thing going to hold me? (laughs) And I sat down on it. I mean, it's so rigid. It's uh, and and you don't have like the crossbar in your back or anything. You know, they mm-hmm. they place that stuff correctly so that you're only feeling cushion. That's so. It's pretty. Just looking at the picture of it, it's amazing that it is even comfortable. Yeah, yeah. But it looks oh, very like it. well padded. So yeah, uh, the padding's really good. Uh, the the waterproofing is good. If you're wearing shorts, if it's a little warm, like you'll start sweating a little bit just with the material it is, but. You know, you kind of expect that from that kind of thing, but it's cool because if you drink your, if you uh, spill your drink on it, you're going to be fine. Hmm. Um, no, it's it's very comfortable and and like I said, it's very light. So um, I was already planning on bringing it to extra life just to maybe if I need to get off the couch and sit on something else, I'll have this. Mm-hmm. But uh, and I figured you'd want to try it anyway. Yeah, yeah. And plus, you might even want to keep it because you go to the beach like once every five years. No, I actually we didn't we didn't go this year yet, but. <laughs> we go because the beach is not that far from here. <laughs> uh, I'm not a beach person. Yeah, uh, we are. Yeah. No, but uh, I'll, I'm going to try to get a full review up. Like I said, when I get back from KC, and uh, I want to get some more pictures taken with it. But uh, it's funny because when it shows up, though, I think this is the weirdest thing. 
when it shows up, it's in a box, uh, you know, like a nice thin box and everything. But they actually have it at full extension. Oh, wow. And I don't understand why they wouldn't fold it up inside the box. To have make it, it more compact. Super thin as possible. <laughs> but, it's, I mean, it, it's taller than my door. I know. <laughs> so, and then I live in an apartment right now. So the FedEx guy just left it outside. <laughs> and so I, I drive up and there's this big sumo lounge. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> Great. <clears throat> so, yeah, so uh, it's really cool. Uh, thanks to Alex over at Sumo for, for emailing about it. And uh, like I said, it was perfect timing because I was trying to figure out a way to get that beanbag chair down here without using a, a truck. And uh, this showed up. So it's really been a lifesaver, and, and I've been using it a ton. So uh, definitely be talking about it more. Hmm. So anyway, are you done? With, did you finish with your stuff? No. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Jerk. Well, we were talking about something else, and that just came to mind. We were talking about the PS4. So I finally got oh, it yeah. turned on. I finally got it working. Got the update done. And I've wanted to play... I mean, all this talk about Madden and everything in the World Cup happening. I wanted to play FIFA. <laughs> I wanted to play Madden. I wanted to play, like, a sports game. Uh, so I played FIFA. Okay. And for some reason, my save is missing. What? Uh, I, I don't know. And I didn't feel like going onto the cloud and finding it, if it was there or not, or if it was in the other PS4, or what was going on with it. So I just started over. Um, and again, I didn't feel like creating a whole new character all over again. I was like, I just want to play the freaking game. Just let me play the yeah. game. Um, so I just picked a, an existing character. I, I picked the Philadelphia union, which is not a really good team, but it's an MLS team. No. Okay. It's a, so, you know, I figured whatever, I'll, I'll just do MLS and I'll, I'll take Philadelphia because they're not that good. And let's just see. And it, puts me in the first game i'm playing as a guy you know so i'm i'm stuck in as him the whole time i scored two goals and had a shot at a third actually (laughs) (laughs) i did really well in it and i ended up we ended up beating the other team like four nothing or four to one i can't remember what it was um but I was like, hey, all right. So, yeah, next game I'll get my ass kicked, I'm sure. Yep, or I'll get hurt. Yeah. Your leg is broken. You're out for the season. But it was really cool. I I enjoyed it. I, you know, I haven't played FIFA in a while, and I was just excited to play it again. So, so are you upset that there's going to be no Madden demo this year? <laughs> oh, yes. Terribly. No. <laughs> <laughs> Because everybody on Twitter is flipping the F out because there's no Madden demo. Right. Like, that's going to influence your purchase of it exactly. anyway. <laughs> exactly. And usually the demo's older code anyway, so yep. it doesn't even it's not even a true representation of the game. Yeah. Ah, that's dopey. Um, <laughs> sorry, so I forgot to mention, when I was in the city a couple of weeks ago, uh, when I was looking for Edge Magazine, <laughs> I... <laughs> I went into this store that I knew had a lot of like weird European and Japanese stuff, like games wise. Oh, I um, thought you were in like a Shizer shop. No, but it's all like games and books and stuff like that. There are no magazines at all. And I was like, crap. And I thought, well, let me look at the games um, because they have all these Japanese games for the PS3 and, and Vita and Xbox and yeah, the 12th that came out over there. Uh, for the Xbox. Uh, 
but like every every system, like all the way back through like the Famicom and everything, they have just tons of games oh, wow. in there. Um, prices, yeah, they're good and bad. It depends on what you're yeah. looking for. Um, but I mean, they sell. You know, they'll buy pretty much any electronics that you have for a terrible price and then resell them. Um, but I saw a connect for the 360 there. And I was like, yeah, what? Whoa. $25. Hmm. Oh God. (laughs) What's wrong with you? Yeah. So I bought it. What is wrong with you? Well, there's Sesame street games and Disney games and things like that. And I have a kid. So yeah, 25 bucks. I figured why not? Um, so I got it and it actually, and the funny thing is I, I walked over to Toys R Us right after that, the one in times mm. square yeah, with the, you know, 95% off everything, uh, all the stuff that's clearance. They had the Nyko zoom attachment for the connect which was oh, like yeah. 50 cents. <laughs> oh my God. So I said, you know what? I'm buying it just in case I need it. I didn't need it. I really thought I would. I didn't need no, it. I was shocked. I mean, in the basement, upstairs in the downstairs. basement. Oh, okay. No, you shouldn't need it. I thought I would. I th- it's pretty tight down here. I figured. Well, but do you have to get the table out of the way? Well, the table was already out of the way. But yeah, I, with the table there, it might be a problem because I can't see your feet. <laughs> I just, I just can't imagine... You have any any luck though, because that ceiling is so low. No, it it was fine. It was actually working fine. Like you I didn't plugged like it jump in. Jump up and hit your head at all? I'm not jumping anywhere. So you think? Uh, connect will connect will get angry at you and make you jump and cut your head open. Well, so now that's the funny thing. Um, you know that um, that little weird mom and pop place in the next town over that has games and stuff. Um, we ate at the we ate at that weird little bar that's right next to it, but it was at night. We didn't, you know, go over there mm-hmm. and go in. Uh, I went in there just thinking oh, I haven't been in there in like two years. I wonder if they have anything. I swear it's the exact same games, <laughs> the exact same price. It's I, a front. Well, I looked at the Sega CD stuff, and I'm like, it is the exact same. 12 Sega CD games that have been here since the last time I looked. Did I go in that place with you? I don't think you did. I don't remember. No, I don't think you did. Uh, We should next time you come here so you can just see it. It's interesting. But he's got all this weird old stuff. So I'm looking around. I'm looking. I'm like, it's all this buy any game, get the other one 50% off. Oh, so I'm like, okay, maybe I can find something here. So I'm looking at the Sega stuff. There's not really much of anything. I'm looking at the PS2 stuff. I'm like, I'm like, well, now I have a Connect. So I'm looking at that. I found Connect Adventures. God. And then for the original Xbox, I found Tecmo Classic Arcade. And I was like, ooh, I haven't seen this. Um, so one of them was like five bucks. The other one was like four bucks. Um. So it was going to be like $7 or something like that. Seven fifty, uh, or no, five, six, seven, seven dollars. I can't add. Um, well, the weird thing is like, as I, as I get up to the register, the guy goes, Hey, you know, 
I have downstairs because I noticed you're buying like the Xbox stuff. I have Rock Band for the Xbox, like all in the box and everything. If you want it, it's five bucks. I'll give it to you. I was like, wait, what? <laughs> like you have room for all that shit again? Yeah, I know. Well, he goes. No, well, I could just bring it up if you want to see it. I was like, well, all right. Yeah, just okay. So he brings it up and I'm looking at it. I open up the box and I'm like, well, everything's in there. Uh, And he goes, you know what? And I think I have the game here. And he pulls off the rack. He's like, here's Rock Band 1 and Rock Band 2. I'll throw those in for free. So like five bucks if you want it. I just want to get it out of the store. I was like, all right, five bucks. (laughs) It's You're in, not going to buy no, songs. It's oh in the attic. <laughs> it's in the attic. But if I ever need it, if I ever want it, I've got <laughs> Rock Band 1 and 2 and the drums and a guitar and everything for the 360. So it's there. I know. It's just taking up space in the attic, but it's five bucks. So. And you'll sell it at a, at a garage sale five years from now for a dollar. Maybe. You'll lose four dollars. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah, maybe, maybe not. I don't know, but I just, uh, you know, I looked at it and I'm like, five bucks. Uh, all right. <laughs> Jesus. So I did it. I bought it. Um, which, yeah, it's a little absurd, but it's crazy because even on the box, it still has like a one hundred sixty nine dollar sticker, big one hundred sixty nine dollar <laughs> sticker on it. And I'm just laughing like, wow. Here's five bucks. He, he just, he's like, I get them in every now and then. And I just can't wait to get them out of the store. He's well, like, I got to get it out as quick as I can. Jeez. So, yeah. <laughs> uh, so I got that going on. Um, All right. But we watched, um, I, I watched Silicon Valley on my own. I'm watching it again with Lou and she's loving it. She's, she's laughing hysterically at it. She loves yeah, it. Yeah, still so got to watch that. It's that's HBO, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and I wasn't sure how she, you know, whether she was going to like it or not. I figured she'd be like, "Oh, look at these nerds," uh, but she's laughing her ass <laughs> off, so she is enjoying it. Um, the The other thing, which I talked about two weeks ago, and then forgot to talk about last week because it aired, uh, the Great Martian War. That yeah. thing on the BBC? On BBC America. Um, it was pretty good. Yeah. Uh, it had a really interesting twist at the end of it. What the twist? And they really set it up, for better or worse, they set it up just like the documentaries you're going to see on the History Channel and everything else, where there's only a finite amount of footage, and they keep repeating a lot of the footage over and over again. Okay. Which... When I first saw it, I was like, oh, really? Oh, well, you know, that's what these documentaries are all like (laughs) for the most part. (laughs) So I guess that's accurate, even though it's a little annoying, but okay. Um, For the most part, the footage looked awesome. You know, in places, it it looked very fake. But in my mind, I'm chalking that up to, okay, that's just like a recreation that they do on the, you know, I'm like (laughs) filling it in for myself. Like I can overlook that because, you know, in the history channel things, they do recreations of stuff. So that'll be a recreation in my mind. Um, but it was kind of interesting. It's all set now. Like the, the war was from 1913 to 1917. Um, 
this was supposedly at the hundredth anniversary. They're looking back at the war. You know, they're showing footage from people that were interviewed in the sixties and the seventies. Um, I think as late as the eighties, some of them had been interviewed quote unquote, you know, for the documentary. Um, and it's new information that's been uncovered about the invasion that we were completely unaware of. Mm-hmm. Um, and it takes them forever to get to that. You know, of course, like every thing on the history channel or everything like that, they're going to tell you in the last five minutes of the show to make you watch the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it was really cool. It was actually kind of interesting. Uh, and, they did some things there that I haven't really seen in like the Martian invasion type stuff. Um, so I liked it. Uh, cool. It was, it was actually really cool. Um, and then I guess Saturday. Yeah. I, I went crazy. I had to clean the whole house top to bottom. And I, because of the Xbox one and everything here in the basement, I'm moving everything everywhere. So I had to figure out how to see you're changing your entire life for a camera. No, just the Xbox one itself. Oh yeah. Like, Cause it won't fit anywhere. Put that? That's right. So I'm, I'm redoing, I'm doing what I needed to do a long time ago. I'm redoing that whole area where the TV is and everything. Um, but because of that, I'm moving systems around like the Wii U went up to the bedroom PS4 came to the living room and I got shelving, but to get the shelving in, you know, I wanted to put it into the stud in the wall. So I had to move the TV over and it's become a whole thing. Jesus. So I had to do all this wiring back there, which is just making me mental. Uh, yeah, Cause it's a huge mess back behind that thing. Um, <laughs> you would hate this place right now because I still have boxes in the corner because I don't have a desk yet, <laughs> and I don't have anything to put up my freaking uh, internet router or my uh, my DVR on. So they're just sitting on the floor next to the TV stand right now. <laughs> I don't have anything to put them on though. Uh, yeah. So well, as I'm, I kind of I have it like roughly where it all needs to be, but I need to wait, you know, till I get the the connect for the Xbox One to get all the wiring yeah. right. Um, but as part of that, now I have to redo all the remotes and, you know, it's become a huge involved process that I didn't want to get into. Yeah. Um, you did. But the interesting thing is now I, I moved the Retron down here. So now I'm actually gonna, it's near a computer. So I feel a little more comfortable. I'll be able to sit down and figure this whole thing out. Right. Um, I had a a wall mount for the TV that's been sitting in a box for maybe 15 years, 10 or 15 years, maybe 10 years. Um, I got it from radio shack, uh, during black Friday when I lived in my old apartment and it was like $12 or something ridiculous. Uh, and it's, it's built for up to 200 pounds. Um, so I took it to Virginia with me cause I found it when I was cleaning out the closet and I was trying to give it away in Virginia to any of my friends. I'm like, do any of you need a wall mount? They're like, no. So I was like, fuck. <laughs> no. I brought it all the way home and we were getting out of the car today. Uh-huh. And Mason was like, Ooh, what's that? 
And Lou's like, it's a wall mount. You put your TV up on. He's like, ooh, your iPad. She's like, or, or your or your iPad, sure. <laughs> she's like, really, really big iPad. Yeah, she's like, you put your because the picture it looks like an iPad to him because it doesn't have any, you know. Right. So she's like, yeah, and you can put your TV. And I'm looking at it, and I was like, holy shit. Oh no. I could put that on the wall here. Put the TV up on the wall, and then I've got that whole shelf space right there under the TV now that I could use. Yep. I think I'm actually going to do it. (laughs) Oh my God. It's not that hard to do. It's just, no, because you put the, uh, the plate on the back of the TV. Yeah. And you just put the wall mount up and you just kind of hook it on. Exactly. I looked at it. It's like three steps basically. I mean, yeah, they're pretty easy. There's a little more to it. You have to, yeah, screw everything in, but it's, it's three steps. And I'm like, holy shit, I might actually be able to do this. Like I was trying to give it away a couple of weeks ago and now I'm like, I could actually use this (laughs) (laughs) because I, I, I never had a reason to really use it. And now it would work really well down here. Yeah. And it would, it would give me a lot more room to put stuff down and, and utilize the space a lot better. Yeah. So I'm actually really excited well, the space to get that all set up and get everything set up in a way that it works really well for like extra life and for everything just for everyday use and all. So yeah, I'm actually kind of excited. Nice. I got like a whole new setup going on here. And actually, I think we're going to have a nice stream this year because uh, Elgato is bringing out, I, I think they're calling that. it the HD60. Yeah. And it's actually going to do full 60 frames at 1080p. Uh, and it looks like it might actually work for our needs. So I'm going to try to get a hold of two of them before Extra Life so we can uh, use those to stream everything. Very cool. Yeah. So I, I can't wait to check it out. They're supposed to send a, a unit pretty soon for us to start ma- messing around with. Excellent. Yeah. Maybe have less cables hanging around. <laughs> How about that, huh? Yeah, I really should move that whole thing off the wall and just redo all the wires back there. Good luck with that. I still think I might need to do it. I mean, I have wow. everything. Yeah, if I'm going to put the TV on the wall, I might as well at that point. You've got until about October 22nd. No, I know. <laughs> so I can do get, it. I can get started on the twentieth, and <laughs> no, I, if I'm going to do all this, I'm going to do it all in the next like two weeks, two three yeah. weeks. I, I just want to. I'm excited now. I'm excited, you know. And if I lose that excitement, then it's all over. But yeah. now I'm excited, and the idea that I'm going to put this on the wall, if I can make this work and get this on the wall, and and do everything, then yeah, I'm I'm going to pull that whole piece on the floor out and redo all it. Cause now I know this is where everything is. Cause when I first did it, it was just kind of a, well, maybe this, maybe that. And, and then I got an <laughs> Xbox that showed up and then I got like a, the Saturn and then I got the 32 X and, you know, suddenly there were all these extra wires coming out of there and it just became yeah. a huge rat's nest of wires and tangled mess in the back so well that's one nice thing about hdmi is you're only down to one cable but then like when i do some of the streaming i do it over the rig instead of just doing it off of you know the share or whatever else Mm -hmm. so i've got a box to take all the hdcp off then i've got a splitter because the avermedia only has an input not an output or a pass-through so i've still got all these cables across my floor right now so i can record footage and do streams like that 
Yeah. So it still kind of sucks, but it's still way less than what I had even at your house last year for Extra Life with all the component cables. Because that's three at a time, and then you've got the audio and everything else. Yeah. So it is a lot cleaner. It's it's pretty sweet. Yeah. Well, that's the other thing. Like with the because, like I said, I'm I'm kind of out of HDMI ports. Yeah. <laughs> but since I moved the PS4 up to the living room, uh, I'm still out of HDMI ports. But <laughs> what I'm doing is there's there's going to be one, and I'm going to program it into the remote so that this one is basically a swap one where it'll either be a PS3 or a PS4 or, you know, one of the other things where I can just plug in, you know, I can I actually got an HDMI switch mm. and it was only like about 20 bucks and it works really well. It's a five port hmm. and it's got a little remote. So it's got infrared so you can use your, uh, your programmable remote with it. Interesting. And it actually has, it's not just, Strom, you know, going up and down from one to five. Mm-hmm. It actually has um, what do you call it? Like specific input. So I have a little thing on the remote for one, two, three, or mm-hmm. five, four or five. Well, the I have a, a distinct inputs or whatever. I have something like that, but it's for the old hookups like S Video and and right, right, just regular video and all. And that one, it it has um, the option to you know manually do it or just whatever you turn on it'll automatically switch to it yeah you can do that on these too but i don't like doing that because some of the times i leave stuff on when like today i was downloading the new 1.11 patch for gt6 Mm -hmm. it was like two gig again um so i let that run and i was on my ps4 so i had two hdmi you know things running so that's why i just leave it off and just select it it's like 10 seconds for me to go find the remote and yeah over but I'm just saying, if you, if you want to go that route, they're really cheap. Amazon's got them, and hmm. uh, it's working quite well. I've, I've, got, I've had it hooked up for a couple of weeks. I have to think about that. Well, when I redo all the wiring, I'll look and see where I stand and what really yeah. I'm left with. And, and it's, it's pretty small, too. Because yeah. obviously you only have HDMIs. You don't have you know three video mm. inputs and two audios and everything else for each, yeah. for each, uh, each one. So That's it's true. pretty nice. Yeah. I keep that in mind. Yeah. Cool. Yep. Oh, and I watched Django Unchained. You've never seen that before? Finally, yeah. You fucking kidding me? You've never seen that before? I've had it sitting here forever. Oh, my God. Yeah, I know. Dude, I love that movie. So do I. (laughs) That's my favorite Jamie Foxx thing because I normally don't like him. Yeah. Holy crap, I love that movie. Yeah, I, I loved it a lot. I really did. Um, I even like DiCaprio in that movie, and I hate that guy. He is awesome. He was great in it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God. I love that movie. And uh, I don't know if you saw, but Tarantino has uh, is back on for doing uh, that other Western he was going to do. The one that the script, the script got leaked. leaked? Yeah. So he's redoing some of the stuff in the script, and he's going to do the movie now. Good. Thank God. I, was, I understand why he was so pissed, because he only gave the script to six people. Yeah. And it leaked out. I get it. And he was all pissed. And for those who don't didn't hear, and I, I can't remember the name of the movie right now, but like the Crazy Eight or something like that. But um, he was going to do this this western next, and uh, he he loaned the he gave the script out to six people to get their their feedback, and the story whole, the whole script leaked out. And he tried. To, it was a Gawker site that, that put it out, and he tried to sue Gawker. And Gawker's headquarters is actually in an, in a country that doesn't like. Like avoids them from these lawsuits and everything. It's just ridiculous. 
But for a long time, he said, screw it, I'm not making the movie. Because the ending was spoiled and everything else. So now after, I think like maybe three weeks ago, he came out and said, all right, I'm going to do the movie. We're going to retool some things and everything else. So that the, you know, but I understand why you're so pissed off. That sucks. I mean, you're yeah. putting your trust into people and boom, ruin the whole movie. Yeah. So, but I'm so happy he's doing it. Yeah. I, he, he did great with this. This was oh so my cool. God. Django Unchained, I mean, Christoph Waltz is just such an amazing he actor, is. and they finally let him play. I mean, yeah. you see how he's wasted in the movie like, in the movie Green Hornet, and you know what he can do because he was so amazing in the Inglorious Bastards. And this is an expanded role from even that movie, uh, from what he did in that. And, and holy crap, I mean, just capturing a little bit of that spaghetti western, but, you know, just a lot of this, like the epic camera work that he was doing. and. Yep. Uh, just the brutality of the, of the of the times and everything, and such awesome little cameos. Bruce Dern. Everybody was in that movie. It was yeah. crazy. I mean, come on, Bo Duke was in it. Well, uh, <laughs> no, Luke. Oh, Luke Duke. I always get those confused. Yeah, yeah. Luke Duke. Tom um, Opat. Which I I looked up after. I was like, wait, what? Because the other guy, right um, uh, what's his name, uh, DiCaprio's lawyer. I'm like. This guy looks familiar, and oh, yeah. when I looked it up, I'm like, "Holy shit, that's the guy from uh, oh, what is it? The the bicycle movie from the seventies? Bicycle um, seventies? The oh, crap! Now I need to look it up. Bicycle movie from the seventies? Yes. Wow, you lost me on that one. Oh my gosh, no! This was a it's not Premium Rush. No, <laughs> this was a big movie. This was one of those ones that was on uh, HBO a lot when we first got HBO. So I had Why seen this movie a hundred times at breaking away. Oh yeah. 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 Okay. And I loved that movie and I was like, yeah, Holy crap. That's the guy. Um, it's amazing. I, I never would have guessed that that was him. Yeah. Uh, cause he was also in chariots of fire. Well, did you even notice when they're up in DiCaprio's office on their first meeting and they're having that Mandingo fight kind of awesome off in the corner? And then the old guy comes up to the bar where Django is. Mm-hmm. First off, that's General Esper- Esperanza from Die Hard 2. Yeah, yeah. But that's the original Django. Ah, uh, yes. So it was kind of cool to have that little scene where he says the D is silent and everything. <laughs> but I was like, oh my God, it's Jeff- General Esperanza. And then I looked it up like, holy shit, he's the original Django too. And you had the other guy, to Django! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He screams at him. Breaking Away was such a good movie. I need to watch that again. Oh, and the whole scene with Don Johnson and all the clan guys. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was so funny and because Jonah Hill. Uh, Jonah Hill was Jonah great. Hill, it's funny because my buddy Rock hates Jonah Hill. Mm-hmm. Hates him. And he, he literally was not going to go see this movie because he heard Jonah Hill was oh, in it. Jeez. And I said, no, let's go. You, you got to go. You got to go. And then he saw the scene. And, and first off, it was a small scene with him. But holy shit. That was... The comic relief that needed to happen right then and there. It was so awesome yeah. how they did it. Yeah. Like, who cut these holes in these hoods? My wife did it. She put a lot of work into it. <laughs> it was just brilliant. Yeah. All right. So Breaking Away had Dennis Quaid, mm-hmm. Daniel Stern, Jackie Earl Haley, uh, Barbara Barry, Paul Dooley. Paul Dooley. I mean. Just because I don't know what it is doesn't mean I'm lying. <laughs> There were so many people in this movie, and man, I loved it. It was like a really cool story. Um, yeah, it was a good movie. 
I need to watch that again. I really do know. You should. I bet you it's not, not on Netflix, though. Uh, it's funny. Right down at the bottom, it says, You might also like The Longest Yard with Burt Reynolds. Yes, I might. I fucking love that movie. Yeah, I'm still mad at Burt for being in the remake, because that was an uh, atrocity. Yeah. And The Bad News Bears. Yes, I might. Yes, you Well, it's the original. Yes. And Slapshot. Yes, you would. And Love that movie. Well, not Mrs. Doubtfire, no. Well, maybe now you may have to watch it with Rob Williams dying today. Yeah. You know, oh, League of Their Own. Yes, absolutely. Awesome um, movie. All right, think about Robin Williams. Yeah, that sucks. Um, yeah. But, all right, I was the biggest Robin Williams fan when I was a kid. Like, over the top, love the guy. I, yeah. I had... The Rainbow Suspenders, when Mark and Mindy Whoa. were on. Yeah. I wore them in Little League. <laughs> and you didn't get beat up, huh? No. Everybody thought wow. they were so cool, and they wished they had oh, them, yeah, too. Oh, yeah, back then. Yeah. Um, because I even had the the pin with the the hand, you know, with the finger pointing. Yeah. I had that pin on there, too. So everybody was like, oh, my God, these are so cool. Like I was a huge fan of his, and I saw that they were saying that to your face, Josh. I saw that uh, first stand-up special he did on HBO. The big was one. that live at the Met with the stagecoach in the background. I don't remember exactly which one. Okay, it's the one. Well, I had the the record of it too. The album that was live at the Met. Yeah, yeah. That that one. He was so coked out of his yeah, mind. Yeah, he was. And it was brilliant, but wow, just manic. Yeah, yeah. But that was the thing. Like, I was so into him that I was watching. And this was back at a time when, you know, you had three channels. You had ABC, NBC, CBS. You had PBS. And you had, like, a couple of UHF channels. That was it. Mm -hmm. So I would devour anything I could. Anytime he was on anything, I was watching him. And we didn't have DVRs either, kids. No, yeah. And VCRs were ridiculously <laughs> we didn't have VCRs expensive. Till we were older. Yeah, and they were because <laughs> either they were the size of a Cadillac, yeah. or they cost too much. And they were in very short supply, and they were very yep. expensive, and you know they weren't a thing that you had, and just were taping things because man, tapes are expensive. What are you they crazy? Were. Um, so the big thing about him, and what everybody always said for years and years, you know is that he was just this amazing wit who could just go off in any direction. You just throw him something and he's still boom. And he'll just extemporaneously just shoot off and and say all this stuff. But But. (laughs) when I was a kid, I became so disillusioned because I saw him do this, what seemed to be this off the cuff, amazing, just out of nowhere bit that just seemed to flow from, from the ether And he went on and on and on for like five minutes on this talk show. And everybody was rolling on the floor laughing. I was rolling on the floor laughing. A couple months later on Johnny Carson. Did the exact same thing. The exact same word for word bit. Yeah. And of course, Johnny's rolling on the floor. Everybody's rolling. And I'm sitting there staring at my TV screen with my jaw on the floor going, what the (laughs) fuck? Are you kidding me? This is the same and like I'm saying the lines before he sang them. And I'm like, I cannot believe because of course I would put a tape recorder to the TV and sure. then I would listen to that stuff over I did that with soap. 
That's how I knew soap backward and forward before it was ever in syndication or on DVD or anything, <laughs> because I used to listen to the tape of it. And and oh, that's oh, freaky. Yeah, I no, that's loved. freaky because I did the exact of same course. thing. There were a lot I of us did tape, that. <laughs> I, snuck, I snuck a little mini re- recorder, you know, the, the tiny tapes. Yep. I snuck a mini recorder into Beverly Hills Cop, <laughs> and I listened to that over and over and over and over. Yep. Yeah. So I was just devastated when that happened. And I completely lost all respect for him and all interest in and and when everybody would just praise him up and down about how amazing he is that he can just pop these things off the top of his head and just throw a word at him and he'll just go off and it's amazing. And I just – I did not like the guy for so long. And honestly, what brought me back around, I saw him in Goodwill Hunting. I did not mm. want to see Goodwill Hunting because he was in it. And I was yeah. like, fuck that guy. I don't want to see this. Fuck that guy. <laughs> and somebody dragged me to see it. And I absolutely love that movie like you wouldn't believe. Oh, it's fantastic. I've watched it a billion times. I know that one backward and forward. It's pretty much the only thing I can stand Ben Affleck in because he's playing himself. <sighs> and he was – Robin Williams was amazing in that he's movie. He's brilliant in it. Absolutely I actually amazing. think he was better in that than he was Dead Poets Society. Yeah. Absolutely. I think that's one of his best dramatic roles that he's ever done. It was, yeah. he was so good in that movie. And I think people overlook, uh, the Fisher King as well, which mm. another Terry Gilliam classic. Yeah. Uh, Oh, speaking of which, did you see, he's actually going to try to make, um, uh, uh, windmills. What's it? La Mancha yeah, again? Again, he's actually going to try to make it again oh now. Oh, my God. Can you believe that? <laughs> I actually, I was looking at Lost in La Mancha last night. I was going to watch that because I haven't seen the whole documentary yet. Yeah. I've seen half of it. And if you, if you, if you guys don't know the whole story, oh, man, this is going to be like five hours this week. And we already are, yeah. <clears throat> Nobody so has Terry been Gilliam, able to make this stupid freaking movie. I know. Terry Gilliam, uh, one, number one, probably... In my top three directors of all time, I just love the man to death. I, I love his work, even the crazy shit. He wanted to do this uh, Man of La Mancha movie, um, with Johnny Depp was going to be uh, um, oh, what's his name? Uh, Don Quixote. Uh, no, he's not Don Quixote. He's... The old guy was Don Quixote. Oh, that's right. Depp was. Um, I can't think of the character's name. He's yeah on the donkey. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, so they were making the movie, and it was just wrought with. Issues. Uh, it was literally cursed. Uh, they they got flooded out one time. All kinds of stuff. So there's this documentary you can find on Netflix called Lost in La Mancha, and it's the story of them trying to make this movie and ultimately failing. Uh, like the guy that they got to play Don Quixote, uh, he had really bad back problems. They couldn't even get him on the horse half the time, and just all kinds of weird shit. And and the guy was a brilliant actor, but he was just old and in really bad shape. So. That's crazy that they're going to try to do it again. And he really wants to make this movie. And, and from what it sounds like, like the script just sounds amazing. So I really do hope they, they get it done. And, and his new movie, actually, um, which I'm forgetting about, Christoph Waltz is in that one as well. Uh, it was a really limited release, but it's finally making it out to video pretty soon. So uh, I just can't think of what the hell it's called. Uh-huh. The Zero Theorem. It looks more Brazilish than a lot of his other movies. Mm, nice. So it looks like he's kind of going back to that form. And uh, Brazil is one of those movies that you really have to watch about three or four times because when it came out, I was so young, I didn't really get it. And it's cool because I have the Criterion Laserdisc, and the Criterion actually came with both the theatrical cut, which Gilliam has nothing to do with, and then there's a director's cut, which is a completely different movie with like 
45 extra minutes in it and all kinds of stuff because the studio just didn't know what to do with it. Uh, but you've got Robert De Niro in that movie and all just amazing actors. So, oh, man, if they – oh, well, I really hope they make that because that movie just sounded amazing. So the new one, it's called, at least for now, The Man Who Killed Don Quixote. Oh. And the idea was – like I had – this is what I had heard. The idea is that it's going to kind of be a take on – all the problems he had. Oh. But, you know, it's going to go back and forth between, like, present day and the past. Okay. So, I, I don't know how he's going to, how it's all going to work or how he's going to do it. But that's, he's he's working those horrible experiences into it. Oh, wow. <laughs> that's cool. So, but this, like, man. the Man of La Mancha, like, the Don Quixote thing, that, that's been one of the things that's been cursed forever. Yes. Like multiple people have tried to make the film and multiple people have failed for one reason or another. Right. And his were crazy. Like they built these sets in the, wasn't it? They, if I remember correctly, they built these sets in this place that hadn't seen rain in years. And And all of a sudden they just got a downpour. Yeah. Like some massive, almost like a hurricane blew through and destroyed everything. Everything. Yep. <laughs> everything. Yep. There's everything that could possibly go wrong went wrong. It's like the whole thing was completely cursed. It's crazy. Oh man. Yeah, I'm gonna have to watch that 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 documentary soon then. Yeah. I really I, I've been eyeing it up and I just haven't gotten around to watching it and I was doing the same thing with thing, ah, doing the same thing with the master and I just decided last night I'm like, screw this, I'm gonna watch this. So because I was in kind of a mood for something new and something I hadn't really seen yet, but well, that was the yeah, thing. If, if you seriously check out that documentary, it's, it's awesome. Like Saturday night, I, I had, I had finished most of the stuff with rearranging things in the basement and I was cleaned up the house and I was done. I was like, I need a movie. I need like a good, yeah, like an action-y sci-fi or something like that. And I skimmed through all the sci-fi stuff and I'm like, eh. and I went up and I looked at the action stuff. I was like, Ooh, Django Unchained. Nice. I haven't watched that yet. Ooh, yeah. I really wouldn't call that action or sci-fi. Well, but okay. no, but well, it's some action. action-y type. Yeah, I just yeah that type of thing. Yeah, I needed something like that, and it was perfect. It was yeah, it's such a good movie, and it was yeah, it was such a great movie. movie. Oh, so all right, let's take a freaking break. Now that it's eleven oh four here God. on the East Coast, I think we're going to not do emails this week. I think that's a fair assumption. Probably not. Yeah. <laughs> All right, let's take a break. When we get back, we'll talk some reviews, and uh, we'll talk some PayPals, and we'll get the hell out of here. We will be right back.
Well, we alluded to it a little bit when uh, Stuart was on the show with us, but uh, let's just get this out of the way. It'll be pretty quick, I'm sure. Uh, Gravity Crash Ultra for the Vita. So we've already set our piece. We both love it. <laughs> it is really good. I mean, it, it's been a game that it literally is the game that brought us and Stuart together. Uh, way back in 2009 when you weren't even around on the show at the time. It was still Mark, I think. Were you around in 2009? No. Uh, I don't think you were. I might have been. might have been close, yeah. How long have I been here? <clears throat> 2000, I don't remember. I thought it was 2010 2010, that you yes, is when I was officially here. I was on an episode in 2009. <laughs> and I had an email read in maybe 2008. Doesn't count. That counts. Doesn't count. It counts. Uh, uh, so, 2009, April 1st, episode 159, so four player MGC recap. Ah. And then the. Really, was that something where we sat down at MGC or was that no, like you called in or no, something? No, that was you and me and Mark and Joel. Oh, is that the one? Oh, geez. Yeah, at, I think timing? it was at Mark's house. I think that was the whole point. Was it? Yes. And then Mark stayed on for a couple of weeks, and we did wakeboarding hobos the next week because we were. That's right. Because it was us that we were, you know, we had no homes, so we were homeless, just kind of hanging out. <laughs> and Mark stayed in for one, two, three, four, for about a month. He stayed for that many? Yeah. He was. Oh, man. The Four-player recap, wakeboarding hogo, hobos, final fight, triple tangents, 3D dot awesome sauce, and then ah. good game, peace out. And that's when he was gone, April oh, 29th. Wow. I don't remember him staying that long. I thought, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, because we had to figure some things out. Yeah. So he was there for a month, and then Act 3, Jays 2. <laughs> <laughs> that's how we started. Nice. Yeah. Well, uh I, as I say in the review, uh, the written review on the, on the site, um, I don't even know how it came about, but I ended up seeing this tweet uh, that was kind of teasing uh, this, this. It was a picture from a game, but it was a really small subset of this picture, like a corner of it. But what I saw were these really bright colored, almost like neon vector graphics. And I was like, wait, 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 what, what, what's this? What's this? Because I, you know, I, I own a Vectrex, which is all vector graphics. And if you don't know what vector graphics is, look it up. Um, or even just Asteroids. watch the trailer on the... What's that? Asteroids. The original Asteroids in the, in the arcade, not the 2600, because that was all just flat objects. The arcade Star Wars game that everybody loves. The arcade Star Wars game, Red Baron, Gravatar. I mean, there's a bunch of them out there like that. So I'm a big fan of that kind of stuff. And, and I saw that and I kind of freaked out. And I just started kind of talking back and forth with whomever it was behind the Twitter account who ended up obviously being Stuart. And that's quite frankly how we became friends is because be, through Gravity Crash and, and it's, in, you know, kind of its history as well because this was months before the game came out, you know, and it got delayed a couple times because, well, it's a Just Add Water game. And I just, I fell in love with it. And, and it's, it remains to this day one of my favorite games of, of the last couple generations. And... Um, it was exciting. You know, he told me a, a little while ago that they were going to do a Vita version, and I said, is it just going to be some port? He goes, no, no, it's new rendering engine. We're going to put a lot of new effects in, all kinds of great stuff. And they did. I mean, it's it's got tons of particle effects now. It's got all this new lighting. Uh, like, the foreground is actually kind of textured now. 
so they they really did upgrade the visuals quite a bit, and it looks stunning on that Vita screen. Uh, it looks fantastic, and it never wavers from the 60 frames per second, and, and it's, it's it's quite brilliant, actually. Uh, you know, we talked a lot about it before with Stuart, though, so I don't want, I don't want to go too much into the details. But basically, you're flying around on a ship, you're trying to blow stuff up, you're trying to find these artifacts, and you're trying to save uh, the good guys that, that crash-landed on these little planetoids and everything else. Uh, a lot of different levels, uh, very, very well done. It's all kind of from a side view uh, so it's it's you know you, you're you're scrolling everywhere though it's not just a side scroll or anything else you're scrolling everywhere and just exploring all these little caves all these little secrets there's uh you know walls you can shoot to break them open and get in there and get some other stuff uh, so there's collectibles there's enemies you got to blow up there's boss fights at the end of every uh, at the end of every planet and it's it's a really diverse game and it's so much fun and and you can play it the way you want to play it you know we talked about the different types of ships and all that stuff. And uh, I love it because it requires some skill, and, and that's so rare nowadays to, to have a game that just doesn't walk you through it. And, and, you know, you have the anti-grav ship, sure, but I think even still, if you're using that, it's probably still going to be kind of a challenge later on in the game because the levels do get tough. Um, but that's the main mechanic of the game. If you don't want to be a wuss and you don't want to use that anti-grav ship, that's what it's all about, gravity crash. So you want to keep from crashing. And the gravity is actually pulling you down all the time. So you can use that to your advantage, though. So if you need to come down and land, you just let it fall itself instead of accelerating down, you know, and use the thrusters a little bit to slow your descent, that sort of thing. Uh, when you hit the water, the water actually tries to do the, other, the opposite to you. So it tries to shoot you up to the top, obviously, because you have buoyancy. So there's some of that going on in the strategy as well. Um, it, it, I mean, there is a story in the background. I don't play it for the story or anything else, but uh, it, it's great because it's like this retro 80s look and feel and everything else. But, it, you know, it, there's so much more to the game. The, the bright colors, the beautiful, beautiful graphics, uh, and the music. It's it, it's done by this guy, Cold Storage, uh, who you've heard his, his soundtracks before, especially if you're an older, game, uh, or an older gamer. Um, like Shadow of the Beast, he did the soundtrack for, and a bunch of other <clears throat> kind of like old Amiga games. And I love the soundtrack. I own the soundtrack. You can buy it on Bandcamp right now. It's it's awesome. I, I just adore it. Um, I don't know what what else, what am I missing, Josh? Um, <clears throat> um besides the uh, the did you mention the new lighting and particle effects? And well, a little bit, but you you can definitely expand on it if you'd like. Uh, I said it to Stuart. Besides before. that, it looks amazing. It does. It it makes a big difference for for what on the surface seems to be such a simplistic vector graphics kind of game that you think, well, all right, great, but how can you really improve on that? I mean, it's vector graphics. What are you going to do with it? But explosions will set yeah. off. You can see like the lighting from the incidental lighting from explosions and things like that. That's what's so awesome about it. Yeah, and when you have bigger explosions, the just the way it 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 looks is amazing. Um, yeah, it it plays great on the Vita because obviously you have all the controls you would need. Um, yep. You know, I I said to I said before I I play the uh, the old school ship where you kind of have to keep yourself in the air all the time, and you're only you shoot where you're aiming basically 
Um, yeah, and you don't point where you want to to go. You turn. It's kind of tank controls. Yeah. You turn by say saying right and left, and thrust is always up. Yeah. So if you want to thrust to the right, you don't just push right on the stick. You point right and then you thrust. Yeah. And it's so old school, and I freaking love that that it's in there, and and it's so much fun to play with that. Uh, it's definitely going to take you the longest to do, and it's the most skills based. But at the end of the day, that's why you're playing this game. Yeah, that's why a lot of people are playing this game, at least. That's that's what I love about it because that feels like the old games from the '70s and, and yep. early '80s, where you know you're you're constantly being pulled down to the surface. You have to keep you know keep accelerating and getting away from the surface, but you have to spin your whole ship around and aim at the surface and shoot those things that are down there. Then you have to spin back around and hit your thrust again before you crash into the surface. It's yep. this constant balance where you're going back and forth, trying to trying to keep in, you know, a certain distance away from the surface so you can hit these things. Um, I did have to turn on the uh, automatic shields because... Yeah, me too. Holy crap. <laughs> There's so many things to keep track of yeah. when, you, when you get later in the game. I mean, it's just, you know, you've got these homing missiles coming at you, and you've got these little jetpack guys coming for you, and, and you're falling to the ground all the time. You're trying to get through this tight space, and it's it's crazy, but it's so much fun. It is. It is. Uh, so no online play, no no multiplayer, but... Uh, there are online leaderboards for every single level because uh, there's definitely a speedrunner uh, mentality to this game, if you so choose. Uh, and there are a lot of speed speedrunners out there. Uh, also, for online features, uh, there is a full level editor, and you can upload and download other levels. So you can you can share your levels up. You can pull other levels down. I believe you can actually grab from the entire uh, library of PS3 levels that were put up as well. Mm. So there's going to be a lot of content out there already. Uh, yeah, it, it's 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 really cool. I mean, when you get done with every level, it actually uploads your your time automatically. You'll never see my name on there because I'm not a speedrunner. I'm I'm playing this for I'm I'm joshing this game. Like hmm. when I get into a level, I want to find every single item yeah. before I exit. So I love it. I love finding the secrets. Uh, I love the different environments. You know, the volcanoes and everything else that happen, uh, and flying through the water and all that stuff. And yeah. It's it's just it's such a great game. I just it 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 just grabs every nostalgic bone in my body, and but it, they do it in such a nice modern way at the same time. So enough of that. I mean, check out the trailer. There's some screenshots and everything on the on the written review. It'll be up on the website by the time you hear this. And uh, I gave it a 9.0. And it's so cheap. It's like 8.99. If you have plus, it's 20 percent off for the first two weeks. Uh, and it's a small download. It's 93 meg. And there's tons and tons of gameplay. Hours of gameplay. Yeah. So. It's good. And actually, I'll put one of the songs on as the break music. So the break music you heard this week is from Gravity Crash. That's the, I was I was kind of shocked by how small the uh, download was. Yeah. Yeah. But it's worth every single penny, in my opinion. It's a game I, I truly love. And it just got better on the Vita. Yeah. So, all right, Ratchet. I, I'm I'm interested in this one. So, Ratchet and Clank collection on Vita. Yeah, this is going to be pretty quick because okay. we're going. Uh-oh. No, just because we're going forever here. <laughs> um, yeah, it's been a long time since we've gone this long, though. Yeah, uh, Ratchet and Clank. <laughs> it's the first three games. Uh, it's uh, Ratchet and Clank, uh, Going Commando, and Up Your Arsenal. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so. 
the the first question I had right off the bat, uh, we knew what a mess Jack and Daxter was. Right. Um, we knew how good Sly Cooper was. Right. But the difference between those two, besides the developer, <laughs> uh, is that all three Jack games were on the card. Uh, for the Sly Cooper, just Sly 1 and 2 were on the card. Sly 3 was download. Right. The whole Ratchet and Clank, all three of them are on the card. Well, but... Uh, yeah. I know. They're different games. They're different well, no, they size smaller, games. I think, smaller yeah, games. It, they were inherently But it, it just, you know, it set off sure. a little alarm in the back of my head going, Ooh, I hope <laughs> this is okay. Um... The first game, I mean, just like the collection on the PS3, the the HD collection on the PS3, the first game is obviously the roughest of the three. Um, sure. It's the smallest of the three, but it's uh, you'll get some weird going back and forth between cutscenes in 4 by 3 Some cutscenes look like they're a little wider. Some cutscenes, you know, they're, they're just kind of all yeah. over the place with the cutscenes. I found out very quickly where they cut some corners uh, with the audio. Well, no, it's just in the cutscenes for the most part. Oh, well, you know, they might just not have been recorded at a very high bit rate. They might not be cutting corners. Uh, They may very well just have recorded it that way originally. I I need to throw it in on the, before I finish the written review, I'll throw it in on the uh, PS3 to see if, and I'll throw in the PS2 version if I can yeah. pull it out and find it. But I I, I want to check because the audio is noticeably cut down and uh, noticeably degraded, I would say, compared to mm. in-game uh, in the cutscenes. For the first game only, not for the second or third. And that's what Weird. I needed to check on. Um and this is that's why I was wondering. Maybe this is one of those areas where they were like, "Well, let's just do this so that we can get all this on here," um, because audio files can take up can take up you know a lot of space. Not really. Uh, depends on how they're. Well, the, the only reason I'm I'm kind of refuting that idea a little bit is from what I've heard about converting like Stranger's Wrath and Munch's Odyssey from. The original files over to uh, you know to the Vita and the PS3 and stuff from from Stuart yeah. and kind of the, the because they had those same problems with uh, a couple of the like the video files and everything where they were just re- like in um, in New and Tasty all of the audio and all of the video was actually completely redone because the original files were so low-fi. But those were from like 1995. This is from 2002. The first Ratchet and Clank. 2002. Really? Yes. Okay. Well, but I'm just saying it's it's the same it's the same thought process that I'm having no, with this yeah. where maybe they, you know. I know. They were using some kind of bink converter, you know, bink player or something else that That's possible. Uh, they could do something really low res. It's possible. Um but where there is no excuse for the next thing is that at times and I couldn't figure out why or when or where, usually when I pause the game or when I'd go into like the the shop and grab something, mm-hmm. when I'd come out of pause or the shop or wherever I was, half the audio is missing. 
So I'm running around and I'm collecting bolts and there is no sound on the bolts. There'll be some other sounds coming through, but a lot of sounds have just disappeared. Yeah, that's just poor coding right there. Yeah, just completely disappeared and then something will trigger and they'll all come back. But I'm running around like, wait, what just happened? What just, wait, whoa, 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 whoa. (laughs) And you'll get a sound here and there and for the most part it's all just gone. Like the music, the the background noise, everything. Uh. So that happens. Again, from what I could tell, it seemed to really only be happening in the first game. That is Um, weird. So the first game was having a lot of problems there. But that's about it for... Well, that's not about it for the problems. Um, (laughs) The other major problem I had was with strafing. Um, Okay. Because they've attached strafing to touching the back screen... But I couldn't make heads or tails of the little icon they had to tell you what you had to do to strafe. I was like, what the fuck is that? Like, it, the icon made no sense to me whatsoever. It didn't say <laughs> what to do. It just showed an icon. And I'm like... Like the infinity symbol with the Batman symbol underneath yeah, it? I couldn't figure out what it was. So I had to look it up online. And I'm like, wait. Because if you look at the manual, and that's the worst thing about these Vita games now... You know, they, they have the digital manual and you look at the digital manual and it's 20 pages and it's 20 pages of warnings, warnings and and credits and nothing else. It tells you nothing about the game or how to control it or anything. Yeah. I noticed that lately, which is fucked up, especially when you have a game like this, where the controls are different and you need to know what's going on with these things. Yep. I could not get that strafing thing to work on a consistent basis for me for the life of me. And maybe it's just me because after I, after I was settled on, all right, this is what it is. This is because I had started to write up the review. I'm like, here's my score. And this is what everything is. Has anybody else had this problem? I don't know if anybody really played it or played it enough, but I couldn't see anybody saying anything wrong with the strafing. And I'm like, is it just me? Am I really that messed up that I cannot figure out this strafing and get it right on a consistent yeah. basis? Yeah. Or is this just broken and nobody noticed it because they just didn't really use it? <laughs> I, I don't know. Um, but those are like the, the major issues with the game. And if that's all it is, that's not too bad. Um, no, it's not. Because the, the visuals are actually really, really good. Like I said, the cutscenes are a little weird in the first one. You, you'll get that. Yeah. Um, but the second and third games look spectacular. They really, really do. Nice. Uh, they came across great. The audio on them is great. The gameplay is, is great. I'm actually, it's funny, especially in the first one, where I had so much trouble on the space station uh, getting around those little narrow pathways without falling off. Mm-hmm. I found it so much easier on the Vita with those sticks. For whatever nice. reason, it it's just the the way those sticks are and the way it controls on the Vita. I found it much much easier all the, all around throughout the all three games. I found it much easier to control and to be more precise and to be where I needed to be and do what I needed to do. Where I would have all kinds of problems on the PS3 in places. Right. So. That's awesome. Um, obviously, 
a big chunk of the third game has been dropped because the multiplayer stuff is all out of there. Um, which, eh, yeah, yeah, you know, it it kind of sucks, but uh, yeah. I could live with it, I guess. Uh, that might also be a reason they could fit all three of them onto one card. That's a good possibility <laughs> because yeah. a good chunk of the third game got got pulled out entirely. Um, I it's really cool, you know. I I it kind of sucks that they did not do. Uh, a patch to the PS3 and do cross save. Um, oh. Cross save would have been amazing for this. True, uh, but they didn't do it. Cross save for all three of these collections would have been amazing, uh, but they, you know, they didn't do it for any of them. So I can't fault it for that. It's just something I would have loved to have done. Um, yeah, I mean, who knows what that entails? Yeah. Uh, but either way, you know, they they play just as well as they did or as crappy as they did, depending on <laughs> whether you're on a hoverboard or <laughs> or, or not <laughs> from the first game, because fuck, that's a pain in the ass, too. Uh, that that actually I'm having more trouble with than on the PS3 or PS2. Right. Um, the hoverboard is a real pain in the ass on the Vita, at least for me. Oh, I always had a problem with that. I actually got pretty good at it on the PS2 and then the HD collection, but Vita, I cannot, I can't do it to save my life for some reason. Um, so overall, it it's a really really good port. Um, nice. It kind of falls between like Jack and Daxter was terrible, Sly Cooper was awesome. It kind of falls between the two, but leaning much more towards Sly Cooper. Yeah. Um it's really good overall. It does have some technical issues here and there. It's got some weirdness, you know, going on with the audio at times. Um but overall I, I it's it's good. It's worth the price. I think it's great that you know, we've got another classic series from the PS2 days on the Vita uh that you can take with you anywhere you want and you can just yeah. play through them. Uh I give it an 8.5 wow okay so yeah i'm very happy with it overall you know it's much better than i was hoping for i guess i mean nice so yeah sometimes it's good to go in with lowered expectations yeah yeah i think so so (laughs) yeah it's good all right well uh hokum uh we'll go through pretty quick uh damon's doing the written review i don't see the draft up there yet but uh, I was going to do it, but now with this trip i got to take, I uh, didn't have time to get it done. So this is a game that we've seen, gosh, for at least a year. I saw it last year at E3 for the first time, and uh, it's just done by a couple of people, uh, and it's really hard to explain. So I'm not going to try to explain it too much, but yeah. you kind of play like this, I don't know, what do you think, like you play as this big worm flying around? Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. Well, but this is one of those games that, you know, it's a little more independent thought. Uh, It's not really made to have a total objective. They really want you to explore things. They don't tell you anything about the gameplay whatsoever. They want you to explore it and figure it out on your own. And one thing that really makes this game stick out is the just gorgeous artwork and the fact that every one of the zones that's in the game 
is a completely different theme. So uh, you just fly around. Uh, there's somewhere you have to grab people and throw them other places. There's uh, like m- machines you have to get working some some other ways. It's, it's just really tough to explain. But uh, you know, you're just flying around and checking things out and exploring it and, and discovering secrets and. Uh, there's Easter eggs everywhere, and, and it's, that's about all I can do to, to explain it. Uh, but it's a cool game. It's it's uh, it's something that I really fell in love with. I was kind of like Josh was with Counter Spy at E3 this last year when they showed it to me originally. I'm like, uh, I don't know. <laughs> and then and, and then 30 minutes later, I'm like, whoa, I've been playing it for 30 minutes. Yeah. Because you do, you just get totally lost in it. And and the reason is not only is the, the game is just engaging. Uh, because you're trying to find all this stuff, and you kind of get into that Josh mode where you just want to find all the secrets. But visually, it's really uh, engaging to you, and, and, and you want to kind of check out all the stuff. And musically, I mean, the music is just uh, amazing in this, and it actually reacts to kind of what you're doing as well, or it seems like it does. Uh, but just gorgeous music. So it's, it's kind of like journey-ish in terms of the the experience that you get and how you get pulled into it. Obviously, completely different gameplay than Journey, but... You know what I mean, <clears throat> uh, and they they just disc- they actually describe it as a playground, and I kind of agree with that. So uh, the cool thing is it's cross by it, so it's a PS4, PS3, and Vita the same day. Uh, I only played it on PS4. I don't have it loaded to anything else yet because it wasn't available for those yet. But uh, I would assume that's going to be pretty similar on all three platforms because I don't really think this uses all of the PS4's power, although the color use and everything are just gorgeous. Um. But control-wise, you're just kind of steering yourself around. You can make yourself go faster by either uh, intermittently or uh, out of sequence, you know, hitting R1, L1, R1, L1 to kind of wiggle. You can also do that with a stick, and when you wiggle, you go faster. If you hold circle, it actually makes you slow down, which actually in a couple of areas you kind of want to do to to get to like kind of a small spot that you need to get to. Um, It's really tough to explain, though. There's not really like... A known objective. So if you go back to your home every now and then, your home screen, it'll actually show you like you've you've found like this many out of this many things, and that's really all the uh, feedback you get. Uh, the other feedback you get is well, like there's one level, for example, where it's like I, I call it like a big coffee machine. I don't know what else to, to <laughs> say, but it's all these. If you watch the live stream I did, because I did a live stream of this about I don't know three weeks ago. It's like a big complex espresso machine or cappuccino machine or whatever, you know. And um, you have to do all this stuff and, and bump into all these things on the level. And all of a sudden, it kicks it off. And then you can go through this pipe that opens up. And you can, you know, hit these other things. And that activates this. And acti- that activates this part of the machine. Um, and that's actually something I would almost suggest doing if you're interested in this game. I did an hour-long live stream about three weeks ago. And it was uh, off of the fi- finished demo uh, that they were showing off, and it's it's pretty much f- final code, but it's up on the YouTube channel. Uh, just look up PS Nation or Torgo One Hundred on the on the YouTube channel or for the YouTube channel, and you'll see Ho Ho come there. But um, again, it, it's really tough to explain, but it's 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 so much fun to play, and it's one that your kids can play. It's one that you know you can kind of trade off with them, whatever you want to do, and it, it's it's just it's a really neat experience, and it's one of those independent games that doesn't adhere to any of the uh, any of the things that you've seen in a lot of other games and and it's it's unique it's fun and it's a, it's a challenge still because you got to try to figure everything out and uses your uh, uses your brain for a change but at the same time relaxes it with the soothing music 
but it's it's it is it's it's a really tough game to review and and um i i know one one thing that damon was saying to me was that he wishes that there was kind of a map uh kind of mapping things out like what the portals were and i, I, I to me it seemed like he kind of missed the point because it's not really about getting from a to b to c to d it's about you know you can go to any of these zones at any time there's no checkpoints or anything else you can just go into these different portals and and when once you find them and go to these other areas and they're all unique like there's one that's almost made up like an amusement park so there's like roller coasters and ferris wheels and everything um and that's what it's all about it's more about exploration than than it is like getting to an end result so uh it's highly recommended by me i'm gonna give it a 9.0 i think it's fantastic i love the fact that it's on all three platforms right away because uh, I do definitely want to play. I, I kind of hope I can get it on the Vita tomorrow before I leave mm-hmm. uh, so I can have it with me. Very cool. But, I don't know. You played, you played it for a little while, didn't you? Yeah, I played it for uh, probably a half hour <laughs> at yeah. E3. Do you think, did I, did I get it? Did I miss anything? Yeah, it, well, it's hard to really describe or, or explain <laughs> without, because you can't give anything away. The, the idea is the like you said, you have to explore it on your own. You have to figure it out on your own. Yeah. It's one of those games where it's an experience and you're not even sure what you're supposed to be doing. I mean, they, they give you clues as you're playing and, and you kind of figure it out as you go and it starts to make more sense. But yeah, it's, it's hard. <laughs> it's really hard. <laughs> it is. Um, but it's cool. It's very enjoyable. Um, uh, I like it. Cool. So awesome. All right. Well, there we go. So let's go over a couple of PayPal things we got really quick. And let me get this off the screen. So first up, uh, we've got a couple of things from PayPal. Marquise Haywood sent us two bucks. So thank you, sir. Nice. Thank you very much. And then we got, uh, let's see here. Michael Negron. Sent two bucks, and he said, hey, guys, $2, $1 for each of you. Keep up the good work. Don't see how to set up re- recurrent or recurring donations through the mobile PayPal app, though. Uh, if, I could, if I knew how to do that, I would definitely let you know. I don't know if he can or not, honestly. Uh, let's see here. And then Benny McLean, longtime listener, first-time caller, I guess. Uh, set up a buck a month. Thank you, sir. Thank you very much. Awesome. By the way, I did pay for the new forum software. We have a lot of setup to do, but uh, we did purchase the new forums. So we're going to hopefully have that soon. And that's what this PayPal money is paying for. Uh, I paid for, we got every every possible option they had. We have it on these new forums. So That's cool. Yeah. So fucking cool. Okay. Next up. That's that one. Sorry. When, when I have to go through these emails, it's, uh... oh yeah. Uh, Eric Baker. 20 bucks. Wow. The hell? That's so awesome. Thank you so yeah. much. Holy crap. Crazy, crazy person. Uh, let's see here. That's that. Uh, Steven Tower sent over 10 bucks. Very Says, cool. Hi, hi, Glenn and Josh. Love the show and been listening since episode 120. We're sorry. Well, he only had to deal with Mark for like 20 episodes <laughs> or so before I came in. <laughs> as long as he wasn't around since the Jared days, then I wouldn't know what to say to him. <laughs> and then Emra, 
Emerson over 12 bucks. Hey. And I said, but Emra, you're already doing so much for us. You don't need to do that. Well, that was cool. So, that was very nice of him, yeah. So I believe that's all of them for now. Oh, no. Oh, yeah. No, yep, that's it. That's it for now. So I, I, holy no, crap. I, no, yeah, no, yeah. It's a bit, well, like I said, when you look through it, it says, you receive this, and then you don't know if it's yeah. whatever. So, But thank you so much, folks. Yes. That's uh, That's awesome. Holy crap. Uh, although, according to the uh, guy on iTunes, we'll never be as big as Giant Bomber I- IGN, so maybe we should just give up. Well, that's okay. Yeah, that's okay. We don't want to be. Well, <laughs> well, no, I don't want to be that big. I just want to be big enough where we can do this as a full-time job. Oh, yeah. I want to be in the middle. That's okay. I could do that. Yeah. You want to be the ratchet and clank of HD collections on the Vita. <laughs> exactly. Okay. Now you're getting it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, uh, um, like I said, we did purchase the new forums. I don't know how long everything is going to take to get everything set up. It's kind of in Josh's hands a little bit because we have to do the style and all that. So we have to talk about that as a team. I am going to be actually going away for about three days. I have some family stuff to deal with down in Kansas City. So I'm not going to be available. I'm not going to be on the Twitters. Uh, hopefully, I believe Dave and or Stoffer and or Bitterman are going to do some live streaming this week on our account. So definitely check that out. Uh, they're going to have my back a little bit on that one while I go take care of business and, of course, get some good barbecue. Uh, <laughs> hopefully go to a Royals game, too. Uh, we're hoping to maybe go on Thursday. A listener kind of offered to maybe hook us up with some tickets. So, oh, my God, I can't believe that. I've been going to a Royals game since I was in high school, and I skipped out, skipped out of school for a week or a day, uh, afternoon game. All right, uh, let's see here. If you want to reach us, you can do that all different ways. By the way, we had a voicemail this week. We ran way too long to run it, so uh, we've been on this call for over four hours. Um, briefly, oh, yes. I started going through my friends' requests. Yeah, I, there were a couple of questions on Facebook if you were ever going to add anybody. I am. I have been. <laughs> I know. I'm just letting you know. I got through B. <laughs> oh my god um well be- because i'm actually writing a message to every single person you know i really I-, I tweeted that the other day i wish that i had the time to do that but there's no way i get through them all it's uh, i know and i don't feel like i'm ever gonna get through them all <laughs> yeah i do want to say thank you to everybody though like Last week, you and I just said, just put PS Nation on there, and half the people were writing us these really nice notes. Yeah, and-, and that was the thing. I went through them all. I skimmed through them all, like, after we recorded that night, and I was genuinely touched by some of the stuff that I read. I was like, oh, my gosh. I was yeah. like, oh, wow. So that's what made me think, you know, I have to write something back to everybody, even if it's just thank you, you know? Yeah. And some I'm getting more involved in and writing a little bit more, but it depends on what they write. Some of them, they write sort of a semi-smart-ass comment to me. I write sort of a smart-ass comment right back to them. Um, so it depends on what gets written to me, you know. I'll, but I'm trying to write something back to everybody, at least. Because this may be the only interaction they ever have You're with me, me ever. <laughs> making me feel bad now you dick no because you'll play with every single one of them me i'll never see them again so (laughs) this is it this is their one and only shot (laughs) see and it's kind of funny because um it's really weird now because people will see me in a party and just join and i don't recognize all the names yet so we're like who's that (laughs) yeah don't feel shy though if you're if you join up say hi and say who you are and everything we're just we're so used to playing with like 
kind of this group of about 20 different people. And uh, it, it's just weird when I see a new name because we don't know whose friends list they came off of. And we're like, who's that? So don't freak out. Oh, and also, before I forget, we have a Battlefield 4 server now. Ooh. So uh, I was trying to set it up for like two days, and it was only letting me choose from either Asia or Australia for our servers. So obviously I wanted to wait. Uh, but we have a new server. It's going to be up for three months at least. We can renew it then. Uh, and it's just called PS Nation, so just do a search. Uh, when you go to go to the server browser, go to the search function on the right and just type in PS Nation. And um, we're going to have vanilla maps running this week. So, so if you don't have any of the DLC, you can get on and play with everybody. Uh, don't be shy. Get on there and play. Favorite the server. Seed it. If there's nobody on there, get you and your friends on there and seed that server. Uh, Nick, we're we're going to try to change the rotation every week. So next week, we're going to do uh, maps from all four DLC, taking a couple out like Metro, because uh, Metro sucks. Uh, but we're going to try to run that next week, and then we're going to maybe even take polls on what we should do for map rotations and hopefully get some people on there. We had a great time when we set it up. We had it about half full. Uh, but 64-player server, it's uh, it's up and running. Get over there and use it. Damn it. Paid a lot of money for it. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Okay. Uh, yeah, now, see, now you're making me feel bad now. And I don't have those messages anymore because once you accept a friend request, the message goes away. Well, yeah, that was part of the problem. Like, I, I was – if it was like a really – really nice message or something like that really involved message i would try to take because i was doing it all on my ipad and i would just take a screenshot real quick oh but like one or two i forgot and i hit you know accept and i started typing and i went oh fuck yeah all right (laughs) i there's no way i'd ever get through all those and and the thing is i'm i'm hitting a real name request on every single one of them by the way me too and part of the yeah part of the problem is it's already gone because i keep getting more which is why people are like is he ever gonna do it yeah i get it i'm i'm working my way through it (laughs) it's gonna take me time i don't know you were doing it the whole writing back to everybody oh my god i can't even imagine trying to do no but on a lot of them it depends on a lot of them maybe it's like a sentence maybe it's like three words maybe it's two words you know it depends it it depends on what was written to me um that's great now i'm gonna get like novels written to me i'm like yeah. fuck <laughs> um, i feel terrible because i didn't write anybody back i'm a dick no well i don't know i just it's something i wanted to do um because I, like i said as i read through you gotta stop doing that though because you gotta work in the forums uh, well <laughs> it'll just take me longer to get through these but as I read them, it really did. I was really surprised um, by a lot of the I stuff I read. I just got one from Singapore. Singapore? <laughs> what the hell? Uh, that's what made me start writing back because I thought, wow, you know, if they, they took the time to do this and they really wanted to do this, then I I have to acknowledge it in some way. So yeah, that's what I'm doing. So it's taking time, people. I'm I'm working on it. <sighs> so do you know what you're up to now? Uh, no, the last time, no, the last time I looked, which was a while ago, I haven't had a chance to really touch it. Let me, let me just take a look at what the number is right now. Oh my God. It's getting pretty scary though, because now I'm just getting, I had to actually turn off the notifications on my, on my tablet because every time the PlayStation app pops up, it was going, I use a a Bluetooth speaker at night for music. Mm -hmm. And it would all of a sudden burn, okay. like, Ugh, and it would just kept waking me up. So, how many was it last week? It, or it was like one 
thirty something or one. I think he said one forty one. One forty one. Well, I knocked out A through C or A through D or something. Yeah. It is currently at one seventy four. Okay, how many requests do you still have? It should tell you that. No, if you hit that's the down arrow. That's after. Wait, what? How many friend requests have you received still? Because when That's you add received. them, it takes off the received. Okay, so you have one, how many? 174 received. And how many friends do you have right now? Uh, 184. Oh, shit. Yeah. So you're, <laughs> I'm, you might be more than me. I've, I've doubled. I've easily, because my original friends list was like 150 something. So I've more than doubled. So, okay, so you have 176 for friends right now? I have one. Hang on. Sorry, I'm going to write this down so I can do some math. I have, I'm going to do some ciphering. <laughs> I have 184 right now. Wow. And how many requests still? 174. Damn, dude. Yeah. It's 358. Yeah, okay. I'm at 456. Yeah. This is nuts. It still cracks me up when it's like people from Australia and Europe that'll never play with us unless well, it's extra life. Just wait till you hit the thousand friend limit. I don't want to. You're on your way. Because I'll tell you what, Sony better figure some shit out because my friends list, like when I bring yeah. it up on PS4, is really bad at times. Yeah. They need to fix that shiz. Well, that's a big thing. And I, they should have done this right from the start where you could sort them into groups. Yeah. I agreed. You really need to be able to like sort I could have this a, into a section just for people I play Last of Us with. And yeah, yeah, that would be really, really nice. Or people I've met in real life. <laughs> that too. Yeah, people I actually know. Or family. <laughs> or yeah, pe- yeah, people I've, I the, know. I'll have two categories: people I want to meet and people I've met already. That's fine. Yeah. Hmm. Anyway, all right. So leave us a voicemail. Like I said, we had one this week, but we went way too long to run it, so we'll definitely keep it for next week. Uh, that number is 408-657-VITA. That, again, is 408-657-8482. If you have Skype, all you have to do is just call WDT-TORGO. Leave a voicemail on there. Uh, you can also uh, find us on Facebook, so find our group and our page. Go uh, join the group and like the page. Just go to the search on Facebook and type in PS, then a space, and nation. Uh, Don't forget, if you use Stitcher for any of your podcast streaming, you can find us in the video game section, and you can add us there, and uh, it'll it'll let you know when our new podcast is up every week. It's pretty sweet. Uh, Also, don't forget us on Twitter. If you want to follow Josh, you can do that at PJFJosh, uh, or if you want to follow the main account, that's at PSNation. Don't forget our podcast network over at VGEVO.com. Oh yeah, feels like we're back in the two hundreds. So Sigma Omega VG Evo Sigma Omega is back, baby. (laughs) Relevant again. (laughs) You know he's the one that's been pushing for for months behind the scenes. Come on, I I still think it's the VG Evo subreddit that we set up at MGC. I think that's what uh, really pushed it over the edge. And uh, don't forget uh, PSNation.com, obviously, our website over there with all the cool reviews. Oh, I forgot. We had it in the agenda, and I forgot to mention. We have some reviews up on the website as well. Uh, If you want to check those out, uh, we've got Grid Autosport for the PS3, Metrico for the Vita, Rogue Legacy for the PS4, which I still haven't seen. uh, But it looks like our reviewer liked it quite a bit. I think it was Damon. 
Uh, so Grid Autosport, I think, was Raj. Metrico was Michael. Rogue Legacy was Damon. And then we have one for One Piece Unlimited World Red for PS3 from Jason. So. And there's another one that still needs to go up, but I needed some content up on the site before I dropped it in there. So uh-huh. the plus well, we should have plenty more with Gamescom, right? Yeah. Which one's coming? I'm Yours sorry. is going up tomorrow. So oh, yes. I, that goes up at 11. Well, it should be about the same time the podcast goes up. Which out. is why I didn't want to drop this other review and then yours goes up next, you know, because mm. I don't know if anything's going up early in the morning. We'll see. I have a feeling it will because mm. I think Chaz is watching uh, <clears throat> the Gamescom stuff. I hope so. We'll see. Yeah, well, let's, let's hope. All right. Uh, so don't forget uh, audiblepodcast.com slash Nation. We talk about it every week. Sign up. You get get a free trial for a bunch of cool audiobooks over 150,000 that you can choose from and uh, you get to keep one of the books no matter what even if you don't stick with the uh, free trial so it's pretty badass and we get a little piece of the pie no matter what happens as long as you just sign up at audiblepodcast.com slash PS Nation and uh, don't forget also what helps us the most what helps us pay the bills go over to psnation.com look on that left side for the affiliate link section and uh, there's all those different links for all those different stores. Obviously, Amazon helping us the most, but there's a GameStop one. There's Rakuten. There's a whole bunch of them. And uh, if you click on that link to go to the website instead of just typing in Amazon, click on the Amazon link for your country. Whatever you buy, we get a little piece of the action that helps us pay the bills. So, uh, And just got the check from UK and from Canada today. So those are going to go in the bank tomorrow. Yay. So thanks, everybody. Oh, I was supposed to do an Australian accent tonight, too, and I forgot. And they want to hear you do it sometimes, so you can prepare for next week. Well, I'll just watch the end of Django Unchained again. and There you go. <laughs> Tarantino's awful Australian <laughs> accent. That was the worst. But Michael Parks does good. Yeah, that's true. Michael Parks is the best. Yeah. Uh, so I'll do it next week, too, because my mind is fried right now. i I got to edit tonight still. Just be Jocko. Just go, oi! Oi! <laughs> I dare you to knock that battery off my shoulder. <laughs> Boy. I was just told I couldn't do anything with Crocodile Dundee. Aww. So I couldn't ask you if that was a knife or not. You know, <laughs> is that a knife? Yeah, that's a knife. I was, uh, I, I've, obviously I won't ask for a Foster's because that's shit beer. It's not really Australian beer. You call that a knife. This is a knife. That's not nice. a knife. That's a spoon. <laughs> oh yeah I see, dumb. I see you played knifey spoony before <laughs> <laughs> That's right I <laughs> love that Oh god I just I, I love how sincere Bart is when he's That's not a knife that's a spoon <laughs> <laughs> I still love that episode with that big boot yeah. <laughs> We've argued them down to a booting <laughs> We've spent millions of dollars to make the toilet <laughs> flush the right way. <laughs> Homer salutes it. Uh, oh, God. All right. There's our Simpsons stuff for the day. Oh. All right. Let's get the hell out of here. Anything else, Josh? Uh, I'm sure I can think of something. God damn you. Okay. Here's, here's something else. Oh, no. I, for whatever reason, I just got pulled into the... Days of Thunder NASCAR edition hands-on at E3 article from August 2010. When Michael Rooker was yes. jumping on your shoulders yes. and we made the other guys wait really long for their appointment and they were all pissed off when we opened the door. Yes. And I was reading it and it was just so much joy in that article. <laughs> it was a fun time. You know, we had to sit through that shitty Top Gun game and then yep. we had to sit through that shitty... <laughs> Days of Days Thunder, of Thunder game. Game. But Michael Rooker was there and he was acting all crazy. Yep. He was yelling in my ear. 
He was the best. He was, yeah, it was really cool. It was fun. I, I like this. I, I was just reading through it and just with a big smile on my face. Well, I mean, we've had interactions with other actors and stuff like that at E3s and events and things, but the thing about Rooker was, I mean, obviously he's there working, but he wasn't acting like he was working. Like no. he didn't have a script in front of him or nothing. He was just like sitting there bullshitting with yeah. us the whole time. And then you, you start racing and he's like yelling in your, come on, rookie, <laughs> come on, do it. And I won. I, I, I yeah. won like right at the end. It was, yep. uh, uh, where was it? Uh, here it is. So with Colonel Edwards of Stargate SG-1 yelling in my ear, hammer down, son, hammer down. I blew past the lead car and over the finish line in first place. Michael grabbed my arm and yanked it up in the air, shouting, rookie of the year. Uh, <laughs> One of my finest gaming moments. I can't believe you didn't invoke Mr. Svenning. I did earlier on. Over Stargate, no, dude. It's, it starts with... Right here. I know. I'm just giving you shit. Right off, I know. Right off the bat, as he sat down next to me, I said, Mr. Svenning, dude. And a big grin broke over his face, and he high-fived me, saying, yeah. And it would only get yep. better from there. <laughs> he was, it was. He was just. It was funny, because he was kind of late, too, because he had to go get breakfast or something. So yep. he came in, and he's like, all right, boys, what's going on? And we started talking. And he just got into it right away. Yeah, he was just there having fun. He was like, all right. <laughs> I'll just never, I'll never forget opening the door, because we were in the, like, this little meeting room this little portable meeting room and we opened the door and the dudes that had the the appointment after us just staring at us just glaring at us <laughs> like, and then you know they could hear what was going on in there. oh yeah and they were just glaring like you made us late fuckers <laughs> and i get it e3 you know it's it's tough to keep a schedule but there was no way we were leaving there we were having too much fun oh, no. yeah we got our we got our signed photos and yep. which i still need to get framed he he's a he's a really genuinely fun guy. Really nice guy. Yeah. Yeah, that was cool. So All right, with that with us being Joe Hollywood here again. No, I'm just reminiscing. We got our, we got our picture taken with with Machete and now we got to talk about Rooker. No, I'm just reminiscing at the fun that <laughs> It was. I was actually telling that cuz he was on at midnight the other day and I was like, "Oh, we got to meet him a couple of years ago. It was awesome." Yeah. So, I t- I tell the story too. Because he was so nice. Yeah. Good guy. All right. So let's get the hell out of here. It's been way too long. For those that like a long show, you're welcome. <sighs> yep. We'll talk to you soon. Get out there, play some Holy games. Holy crap, Bye-bye. it's midnight. Yep. <laughs> a little sip of Perrier here. I had to stop drinking alcohol because I used to wake up nude and hood in my car with my keys in my ass. <laughs> Not a good thing. Hi, can I help you? No, thanks. It's just flooded. I'll be okay. <laughs> Beautiful, baby, beautiful, yeah. Don't you see? You're sucked into believing that beer is a healthy thing. Because all the time you've got these beer commercials showing manly men doing manly things. You've just killed a small animal. It's time for a light beer. <laughs> Why not have a realistic beer commercial? What's the realistic thing about beer where you go, it's five o'clock in the morning. You've just pissed on a dumpster. It's Miller time. <laughs> a scary thing because you realize the first purpose of alcohol is to make English your second goddamn language. <laughs> Eventually, you may be quite fluent. You may be a Nobel Prize physicist. You have a couple of beers on a nice hot day like today. You're wandering around going, California. <laughs> you're speaking fluent drunkenese. Bravo. Next thing you know, you get a couple more beers. You've got a friend in a headlock going, I love you, little fucker. I love you. That's the kind of love I have for you, baby. God damn it. And you work your way up from beer. 
you get from beer, you go to wine. And I know the elegant people who are drinking wine right now in Montauk going, damn it, where are the unborn pears? I don't know. <laughs> no, I'm talking to elegant people who drink wine and go, I don't know whether to have the red wine or the white wine with the chicken or fish. What's the matter, asshole? They're dead. <laughs> the chicken's not going to reach up from the plate and go, have the red wine. Oh, it's wine, baby. And I'm not talking regular wine like Puy Fousse or Pussy Fussy. Uh-uh. I'm talking a fine white wine like Mad Dog 2020. <laughs> you drink a bottle of that and all of a sudden you're seeing vapor trails. And he works his way up to cocktails. Then you realize the second purpose of alcohol is to make your brain a goddamn etch-a-sketch. You have a couple of cocktails, you can go... You can start over. That's the beauty. See? Basically, when you realize, Mai Tai, Polynesian word for dumb fuck. Yes. <laughs> rum drinks, mixed rum drinks. Man, the English Navy, they used to give you a couple of rum drinks. You'd wake up on an English ship going, Ah, oh, you're in the Navy, boy. Ah. <laughs> Did you enjoy your rum drinks, smart ass? Aye, because you've gone beyond that, don't you see there, son? Then you realize the third purpose of alcohol. It's to bring out the asshole in everybody. Because <laughs> you could be the sweetest person in the world. A couple of shots of Jack Daniels, you go, hey, fuck you! <laughs> Get the fuck out of my face! I'm sorry, Father Bob, you've had enough. <laughs> uh, damn it. Uh, and women... You know why men buy you all those Long Island iced teas? They want to get to know you as a person. <laughs> Liar. They want your mind to take a hike so they can go, <laughs> You find me repulsive? Because men, once they drink, they don't care anymore. They can walk up to you and go, Hi, what's your name, darling? What's your name, beautiful? What's your name, gorgeous? Huh? Fuck off. <laughs> really, are you Russian? <laughs> Fabulous. Fabulous, that's the beautiful thing. Oh, oh, I get it, you want me? Oh, oh I miss uptight bitch. Oh, I get it. Oh, you're probably a lesbian. Oh, excuse me. I can't say that word anymore. Woman in comfortable shoes. Forgive me. <laughs> then you've gone too far. You've gone too far. And you must pay your dues. This is why I had to give up alcohol. Because you have to pay the next day. Pay, dear Lord, please don't hurt me now. There you are lying in bed. And you feel like the scene from the movie The Fly going, Help me. The entire room is spinning like a roulette wheel. Place your bets. Place your bets. And there's the old toilet in the corner going, Talk to me. Talk to me. <laughs> then you realize you're an alcoholic when you repeat yourself. You realize you're an alcoholic when you repeat yourself. You realize you're an alcoholic. Oh, damn it. Damn it. God damn it. And then you have those nights where you don't remember what you goddamn did the night before. Will you get that phone call like, yes? <laughs> really? I took a dump in your tuba. <laughs> oh my God, he said sit in with the band. I'm sorry. Oh God, it's over. Oh, don't you see? It's all over. God damn it. And then the next thing you know, there you are at Betty Ford Hospital going, I'm fine now. <laughs> I'm a reformed alcoholic. <laughs> I feel so much better about myself. <laughs> I'm fine. No, you have that double vodka. I'll be over in the corner kicking the cat. <laughs> I realized when I became a reformed alcoholic, I said, hey, I'm the same asshole. I just have fewer dents in my car. <laughs> oh, God.